insurrection, obstruction, indictments, civilly liable for sexual abuse. The one man responsible for all that could be sitting in a prison cell on election day and still be elected commander-in-chief for these United States. That man is beholden to Putin, weakened NATO the last time around, and is currently tying himself to wealthy Saudi oil money. He enriched himself when government stated his property. He campaigned on wanting to use government to go after his political rivals and wants to expand executive power. If Donald Trump is re-elected, our nation is lost. So let's roll up our sleeves, get to work, and tell the MAGA folks, no more before it's too late. And welcome to Liberal Day and Radio, talk from the left, that's right. I'm sorry for having the audio a little bit low. Uh, it was a setting from yesterday. I had to up it. Thank you for pointing that out, Jeff. Uh, that should be fixed right now. Welcome back to Liberal Day and Radio, talk from the left, that's right. Again, this is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming at you from New Orleans, Louisiana, uh, to join the conversation. It's area code 914-803-4131. That is 914-803-4131. Uh, you can also join us in the YouTube chat. Just go to liberaldayandradio.com, which will bring you to the YouTube channel, and join us in the live stream where you can join us in that chat. You can also, uh, if you're listening on Blog Talk Radio, just come over there and join us in that chat, or you can come to the Twitch stream, uh, twitch.tv slash liberaldayandradio. Um, we are trying to get there. We have 33 followers. We need 17 more followers to hit affiliate. That's all we need, 17 more. We're getting close. Uh, thanks to Camp, Can't Stop Lion from the House Sparks, House Sparks mod over on the, his Twitch channel, Gen X Georgie and uh, Descend, Descendo Dissimus, uh, Donoramo, Henry Palmer, uh, lots of other people who have followed us since the last show. Thank you so much for following. Again, 17 more to go, and we will hit the affiliate mark there too, and we will have done it in a month something I thought would have thought impossible when I was trying to get the affiliate mark on nerdydan.com. Once I figured out uh, how I did. Uh, big hook. I'm well aware of the article on, on Joseph Gibson and the ADL referring to him about that. We've discussed that a little bit on the last show. Um, we're, we'll, we'll get to that a little We can get to that a little bit later. Um, anyway, I, Aaron, uh, one of the people, hey Diz, uh, one of the individuals, uh, one of the mods from the Mod Squad, Erin, uh, did share me that link and, and showed me that because uh, she's in North Carolina and she showed me, uh, she was a newscast which talked about it. The Republicans tried to get him off the ballot. Um, I guess we'll talk about it a smidge. According to Joseph Gibson, he said he was working with the feds to try and give them evidence uh, against the Klan or against the KKK or against Nazi skinhead racists or whatever. Um, 
whether that's true, I don't know. Um, that that's his story with it. Um, I'm not sure. Um, you know, he did his time. He, you know, I have, yeah, you know, I have heard him say things that I, that have made me cringe when it comes to, uh, you know, using tropes that are, you know, typically seen as anti-Semitic. But the first time he called into the show for a, when I had an inter full ass interview with him, I did play the, or I, I recorded myself saying, oi, and so I played it every single time he said something that could be taken as an anti-Semitic trope or slur or whatever, uh, just, and, and, and but, and I've, I've noticed him get better with that because as I've mentioned to him that, you know, using those tropes are negative, uh, but he's also been warned, and I told him in the email, in an email, privately, but I say it publicly, that he is not to escalate anything on the show uh, in the chat room. If he if he starts escalating, he will get an outright ban, and I'm done with it. Because regardless of what is said to him, he's not to escalate. And, and, and just leave everybody else to the mods. Aaron and Jolie can handle everybody else. If anybody else misbehaves, Aaron and Jolie can, you know, delete their comments, mute their comments, deal with them, etc. But he's not to escalate. If he escalates, done, over with. Um, yes, I'm aware. So thank you for bringing it to my attention, though. But yeah, we, 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 we very well know. Um, there is, you know, other ways, but let's get back to the supporting the show first. Uh, so if you've not subscribed to the channel, subscribe. If you've not followed the Twitch channel, uh, go over to twitch.tv slash liberaldanradio. If you don't have a Twitch account, just create one, follow the account. You don't have to do anything else after that point. I'm not asking you to follow on Twitch. I'm not, ask, I'm not asking you to watch on Twitch. I'm not asking you to interact on Twitch. Just create an account on Twitch, follow, and then ignore it for the rest of your life. And that would be great. Um, and, uh, like videos, comment on videos, share videos, especially the videos that I'm making in the video series on the case for Joe Biden, the case against Donald Trump, a new case for Donald Trump video, uh, was dropped this morning at nine o'clock. Uh, it was dropped early for people who are, uh, liberal animals and above. So if you are a liberal animal, either by paying for it or having, having somebody gift it to you, you got to see the video early. Otherwise, you had to wait till the morning, which is, you know, a cool little option that I like that they have on YouTube. Um, I'm sure one of the things we're going to talk about may very well be the next case against Donald Trump video. But uh, those videos, I think, might be good things to share. I'm going to keep them short because I can talk. I can talk for a very long time about subjects. I, I, I try to be as well educated about things as possible and I can and I can sit here and talk for an hour on various topics. So I can be very long winded and I know that. But I'm trying to keep these videos short so that people who don't like long winded videos can be like, okay, here's the TLDR or TLDL, I guess too long didn't listen version of it. Um <clears throat> So sharing those videos would, would be great as well. But one of the ways that you can help the show is becoming a Liberal Day and Radio patron. $5 a month supports the show. 
Um, and one of the benefits of being a liberal band radio patron is that you get to vote on things uh, that sometimes you'll get to vote on things that I do as part of the show. I don't do it. I haven't done it very often, but I, I will do it occasionally. And there is a potential guest. Somebody emailed me about whether or not, you know, I, I want to let this person be a guest on my show. Not going to say who, but if you want to find out who, you have to be a Liberal Day and Radio patron. And the people who are the patrons currently uh, will, or if you join and become a patron now, you'll be added to that list. And you could join in on the conversation and you can leave your two cents and determine whether or not you want, you believe that uh, I should allow that uh, person to be interviewed or not. It's, I'll give you a hint. It's not Joseph Gibson. <laughs> It's not Joseph Gibson. That's not the person who it is. Uh, but right now we got, you know, Robert Reynolds, West Webb. Uh, we got Bill. We got Jolie. We got Aaron. We've got Cesar. And we've got Demonox, all current Liberal Dan Radio patrons. So big shouts out to them. Uh, Demonox is the first Liberal Dan Radio patron. Of course, Jolie and Aaron also are the mob squad as well. Um, welcome, Gibson. I'm Hope you got my email, saw my email, et cetera. If you haven't checked your email, check your email, please, first, before uh, continuing to listen to the show. Anywho, um, other ways to support the show, you can uh, Venmo me, Liberal Dan, on Venmo. Just do friends and family because you're not buying anything from me. Uh, buymeacoffee.com slash Liberal Dan Radio or go to liberaldan.com slash buymeacoffee or buy me a Liberal Dan, no, sorry. Go to liberaldan.com, click the buy me a cider button, and you can buy me one or more ciders, and your little notification will show up here, and it's kind of a cool thing to do. Anyway, where to start off with today? There's lots of things to talk about today. Um, first things first. One of the things that I did want to talk about is he got, of course, the New Hampshire primary. Uh, which, of course, Nikki Haley did not do well as she got some delegates, but the she didn't get the most delegates. Donald Trump got a majority of the delegates and Donald Trump won by at least, like, was it 12.2 percent? And if Nikki Haley would have kept it under 10, under in, in single digits, maybe within 5 percent, I think some donors would have been like, you know, Maybe there's a chance that she could close the gap, and maybe there's a chance that she could make this a winnable thing. And maybe there's a chance that, that she could do something here, now that everybody else is out and now that it's a two-person race. The fact that Donald Trump still managed to win, still managed to win by 12, and that, and that Nikki Haley only managed to get as close as she did with 12% away, and now it's still 12% away because of independent voters and maybe new Republican voters, like maybe people who switched to becoming a Republican, like that doesn't necessarily bode well for Donald Trump in the general election. If like 68% of the independent voters in New Hampshire, which I don't know if that reflects nationwide, uh, how the independent voters will, will go, but if a large supermajority of the independent voters said that they will not vote for Donald Trump in the exit polling in the, in the fall. That doesn't bode well for Donald Trump. But Nikki Haley was 
got a good chunk of the independent votes that came and voted in the republic in the republican primary she got some of the new voters that came out and voted as as republicans even so she got she could not get the die hard died in the world republicans and there are republican primaries where you can't vote as a as an independent there are republican primaries where you're not going to be able to where it's just going to be just registered republicans and guess what if that's the case and that's going to be how it goes donald trump's going to steamroll her in those and there's going to be no chance for nikki haley to do anything unless she manages to change the narrative unless she manages to flip the script uh, however maybe she's trying to flip the script with something that she should have been doing a long time ago because she you know we we played the commercial that joe biden ran with his campaign ad uh showing how joe how um showing how donald trump confused nikki haley with nancy pelosi we showed and how uh donald trump thinks that he ran uh, against barack obama instead of joe biden uh his uh, lack of mental acuity despite his passing the uh the so-called mental acuity test where he said person woman man camera tv so there, there's that but uh, nikki haley got out there and she purposely got out there saying that she wasn't going to get out of the race and she was going to keep on going new hampshire wasn't the last state in the nation it was the first primary in the nation and that there's still dozens of states to go and in doing so she managed to get donald trump riled up all night long acting unhinged maybe maybe if she's able to show how completely unhinged he is because he is unhinged he's an unhinged individual he is like this close from doing a banging the shoe on the podium thing or worse if she can get him just acting if she, if she can get him to absolutely break down and go absolutely nuts on camera then that's 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 maybe her only chance to just have him have an extreme mental breakdown live on tv now i mean what i've seen him do on tv is is it was has been already more than enough for me to never ever want to support him just because of his political stances and even if he didn't have his political stances his his mental breakdowns have been like oh this guy is this guy's rough even if even if i did even if he did support things that i supported i'd be like oh this guy's rough this guy's not somebody who is who is fit to serve in the presidency but if she can get him to snap maybe it might be enough to make some enough people go all right this is too far he can't be president maybe i'm not i don't have any faith in 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 the dyed in the wool maga folks they'll never see it but maybe enough of the republicans will get out there and enough of the donors will be like okay it's time to get behind her it's time to do what we need to do to make sure that she that she wins because otherwise we're screwed i think that's her only hope
to get Donald Trump to have an absolute mental breakdown live on stage. And if she does it down, if she, if she doesn't get that to happen, she stands no chance of winning whatsoever. And that, that doesn't mean I'm going to support her. In the, I won't support her as, as for president, clearly, because she's, again, she's Nikki Haley. I don't like what she supports. And she's clueless over the idea that she doesn't, she doesn't think that Republicans, she doesn't think that Republicans won't try and pass a, a, a full nationwide abortion ban. And I don't trust that she, she might say, she might've said in the, in the, uh, in one of the debates, I think it was the first debate, she might've said that uh, they're going too far with these bans, but I don't believe her. I think if, if anything like that came across her desk, she'd be forced to sign it. Otherwise she'd have a revolt. Elizabeth, I studied hard for my P-test, passed it just fine. So my P-test, passed it, got a 65. Um, that fucker's tombstone will read per man, man, woman, person, camera, TV. That's not the right order, though, Jazz or Steve. Person, woman, man, camera, TV. It's person, woman, man, camera, TV. That's the right order. <laughs> hey, Chucker John's in the chat. Do Chucker John a solid. Chucker John has already gotten a thousand uh, people uh, subscribed to his channel on YouTube, but he needs views. So go watch some of Chucker John's videos too. Uh, help help him get to get to the views that he needs to get up to to, uh, to YouTube partner as well. We need we he needs some help for that too. Get, help help a Chucker John out. Um, I went to sleep the other night with a five hour Chucker John video. So. Um, Let's see. Yeah, I, I, it, it'll be interesting to see what the, what the next, um, what the next set of primaries, what the next bunch of primaries after Nevada. I think Nevada is the technically the next one, but Trump's the only one on the Nevada ballot. So I don't know if Nevada has a write-in mechanism like New Hampshire does. So. Trump's going to get the Nevada votes 100%, and he's going to brag about getting 100% of the vote, even though he was the only one on the ballot, so because he's a fool and he, you know, whatever. Um, hey Tim, what's going on? And then you'll get to South Carolina, and Nikki Haley will lose her own state, and we'll see how just how, how much she loses her own state, and we'll just have to see how long she can hang in with however however much money she has. How long can she hang in and how, can she hang in long enough to get him to have a nervous breakdown live on television? That's, that's, that, that's, I think what her goal needs to be is to get him to have a full mental breakdown. Otherwise, no, no chance in hell to quote somebody's wrestling theme song, Vince McMahon's theme song. So, Anywho, but of course we had the the New Hampshire Democratic primary uh, because uh, New Hampshire Democrats still technically had a primary, even though the Democratic Party was like, we want to have South Carolina be the first primary, uh, and and because it makes more sense to have a more diverse population go first because it does it makes total sense for the Iowa caucus and and the New Hampshire primaries to go first for the Republican Party. Because both states are lily white with no black people, and that's the Republican Party. 
tokens. And, you know, even was it, I think it was, um, was it Mitch McConnell? It was, it was the last speaker, uh, McCarthy, Kevin McCarthy was like, you know, our, our party doesn't look like America. The Democratic Party looks like America. Our party looks like an old man's country club or something to that effect. Whereas uh, the, uh, so, if, so if, to, to have the first two primary caucus type things in the Democratic Party be in those lily white areas doesn't make any sense whatsoever when we have a party as diverse as the Democratic Party. So the Democrats smartly went to go South Carolina first, but then New Hampshire was like, whoa, cried foul, blah, blah, blah. So we're not having an official primary, you know, so the, the, the Democratic Party was like, okay, we're not, we're not going to participate in the primary. But even so, the New Hampshire Democrats still said, okay, we'll write in Joe Biden. And even though other people registered for the primary and put their names on the ballot, Joe Biden still kicked everyone else's ass in the write-in. 68-something percent of the vote, beating the next person, what, by 50, I think? So, yeah. People complain, like, you know, Cenk Younger and everybody else who wants to be also ran, because I don't like to use the term also rans for lower races, but for president, it's fine. Because unless you have enough funding and backing to be president, you're you're an also ran, because you're never going to be at it. You're never going to get it. No, you're never going to get it. Not this time. No, you're never going to get it. My vote. Never, ever going to get it. Bop. To quote or paraphrase en vogue. Um, and uh, so it, it's ridiculous. But, you know, so Joe Biden still technically won the primary, even though the primary wasn't official. You know, that, that, that that's how it be. Or as Hey, Donald it is says. what it is. Thank you, Donald. Hey, Marie, what's going on? Hey, Don, Rob, anyone else I missed? Suzanne. I think I said hey to Elizabeth. Said hello, Tim. Said hello, Jeff, Chuck, John. Romper, Stomper, Domper, Do. I see you and you and you. Anyway, got 13 viewers, 15 viewers, and 13 likes. So we got two people who haven't smashed that like button. Um. Anyway, but anyway, so that's, that's the primary talk. Um, we also have uh, this week's hypocrite of the week. Uh, did I already do that? I think I think I already did this week's hypocrite of the week, but it, it's worth another play. Let's play this week's hypocrite of the week. This week's hypocrite of the week is Republican Congressperson Ashley Hinson, who complained that student debt cancellation means people have to pay for the debts of others. While she ignores that forgiveness is a term of the loan contract, her hypocrisy comes from supporting Trump someone who used bankruptcy to get his businesses out of paying a lot of money to people he owed. You can't complain about student debt forgiveness while supporting Trump. To see who the Liberal Dan Radio Hypocrite of the Week is, tune in every Monday and Wednesday at 8 p.m. Central at liberaldanradio.com and now at twitch.tv slash liberaldanradio. For more talk from the left, that's right. There you go. So a replay of Monday's uh, Hypocrite of the Week, but of course it's the week, so we'll play it again since it's the week. So, anywho... Um, there's nothing in your email. Interesting. Anywho, the short, short version of it is don't escalate anything or, or that's your last, that's the last straw. Let the mods handle it. Don't escalate. 
Uh, let the mods handle any name calling. No, na nobody is to name call. Mods are to handle any name calling. If you escalate, it's done. There, there will be a ban. So that's it. I'm, 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 I'm tired of having to deal with the drama in the chat. Uh, you, you can, you can be here. I'm happy to have you discuss to, to discuss topics. If people start attacking you for what you say, and and, and they, if they don't attack your argument, and instead they start attacking you, let the mods handle it, and only debate, only debate the topics. Don't start lashing out at them, because you know, some of the things you've said in the past couple of chats, especially like two chats ago, was uncalled for. So anyway. Don O'Leary, don't we have a new hypocrite this week as far as I'm concerned is daily? Well, I mean, yes, there's plenty of hypocrisy to go around. Um, I could find new hypocrites every hour if I want to. Um, okay, Gibson, they, they will handle it, but you have to let them handle it. You have to give them time to handle it. And if, if they don't handle it, at, they have to handle it at their own time and not on your time. And even if they don't handle it to your liking, you still are not to escalate it. And now the other people are not to escalate either. So that's the end of it. It's all I'm saying about it. I like having a diverse bunch of opinions on the show. I like having diversity of thought and opinion. I like being able to discuss things. I want to hear what the other side has to say. I like, you know, I'm always open to having my mind changed but I'm always open and I always want to be able to see what other people say, what, 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 what people who disagree with me have to say so we can have that discussion. I just, and in, in some cases, like, you know, I feel that your party was treating you unfairly in trying to assert that you were not qualified to be on the, on the ballot when they were trying to claim, like, for example, that you were, you know, not, they could not prove that you were uh, still on probation or whatever for whatever it is that you did. And because of that, they tried to kick you off and they were wrong and they couldn't prove it. So you get to be on your ballot. So it was your, it was the Republican party that wrongly tried to have you thrown off the ballot and the democratic party defended you. And there you go. And whatever claims the ADL said, I mean, that's between you and the ADL at this point, because I can't verify I wasn't there. I don't know. But anyway, I'm not, I don't want to get into all that. And I don't want anybody in the chat to get into all that. I don't want to get into all that. Now, all I'm just saying is that if, if people start attacking you for, for, with name calling and start calling you names, that's up to the mods to deal with. It's not up to you to escalate. If I see you escalate, yeet, as the kids say. <laughs> Anywho, I am, you know, I do have the whole Louisiana Democrats, Cleo Fields, and obsession with the past. There's that. So that will be talked about today. However, however, we're going to talk about this first. We are going to talk about the Carrie Lake bribe attempt, because when that came out today, I was like, ooh, boy, this is going to be good. This is going to be 
interesting, to say the least. And um, we are going to have um, th- this is this is probably not the end of of what we're going to see when it comes to this. This is probably just the tip of the iceberg, so to speak. But as, as if you haven't heard, you know the head of the former head of the Arizona Republican Party uh, at some point in time. Uh, tried to have a conversation with Carrie Lake uh, about her getting out uh, and and stepping away from politics for a while because, uh, I guess, of her abrasive nature. And she recorded it. And this was the conversation that was had. There are very powerful people that want to keep you out. I know they do. But they're willing to put their money where their mouth is in a big way. So, this conversation never happened. Is there a number at which... I can be bought. <laughs> That's what it's about. You can take a pause for a couple of years. No. Make a right back to what you're doing. No. And the one video, I, she says, you know, 10 million, 20 million, a billion. No, nothing. This is about the country. This is not about me. This is about the country or whatever. Um, I was trying to quickly find the new clip before the show, but anyway, there's, she, she rambled on about that, but we'll get into why that's not, why those words are not necessarily important. Uh, but A, he's stupid. We never had this conversation. Oi. I mean, come on. I mean, that's, that's getting into the, you know, we're, we're not having a good conversation right here. If you have to say we never had this conversation, right? Um, and this, this is going to segue really good into the next topic that we're going to be talking about because uh, government corruption and bribes is perfectly segues into the next topic of conversation that we're going to be having um, when it comes to Louisiana politics. Because everybody knows that Louisiana politics is rife uh, with government corruption and bribes, you know, because Louisiana. We could have had Disney World here if not for government bribes and corruption and, and the demand of bribes. And I, I used to think we'll get into that later. Um, <laughs> but a lot of people, I think, might very well try and say that it was good for Carrie Lake to reject the money, reject the offer. I think the offer was more like, we will give you a job and pay you whatever you want to get paid as as long as you just step away from politics and and for her to be like this is about the country this is about this is about america this isn't about me or money or whatever like I, no i don't believe that for a heartbeat this is this is not about this this isn't about money this is about her zealotry and her zealotry in support of donald trump that's what this is about you cannot bribe a zealot away from anything like if somebody is a religious zealot and they and they're so gung-ho about their religion you could bribe them any amount of money and they're never gonna go against their religious beliefs they're just gonna they're they're gonna just they're just gonna keep pushing the religious thing they're never they're never gonna go against it carrie lake is never gonna go against donald trump for any amount of money you're trying to get her to, if, if her goal and purpose in life is to support Orange Fulius, 
she is going to always support Orange Julius, and no amount of money is going to stop her from doing that. Unless it comes from Donald Trump himself. And it doesn't even have to be money that comes from Donald Trump. If Donald Trump were to come to Arizona and be like, Carrie, I need you to step aside because you'll be doing this country a great service because we need we need this person to be in this office and I have a great position for you in my cabinet when that happens. She'd be like, oh, yes, Donald, right away. I'll be sure to do that. Anything you need, Herr Donald, I will do that for you right away under weird lighting and whatever, however she does it. But it wouldn't have anything to do with money. It, it wouldn't be a money issue. It would be a, it would be a zealotry issue because she is a Donald Trump zealot. And she would do whatever she, Donald Trump demanded and requested of her. That's the thing. They were never going to get her to step away from money, ever. And, to, and for them to believe that they could get her to step away from money means that they don't understand MAGA, which is the Republican Party's problem overall. All of the people in the Republican Party that are afraid of Trump, that don't want Trump to be in charge, that, that want to that want to get some sort of normalcy. If they think that they could get them to step that they could get Carrie Lake to step away from that, it just goes to show that they don't understand what the problem is. This is these are not normal people. These are not people who are sane and rational, who who can be dealt with in a sane and rational way. These are people who are going to Double down on 12. These are people who are going to, if Trump tells them to jump, they're going to say, how high? If Trump tells them to jump off of a bridge, they'll be like, yes, sir, MAGA, yeet. And they'll go right off the bridge. They, they love him over anything else. It's not God, country, party. It's Trump, 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 Trump. Maybe God, more Trump, country, party, whatever. Like Trump takes up like the first seven slots or maybe. They, they'll, they, as long as the Republicans who want to get rid of Trump or, or are tired of Trump don't understand, as, as long as they don't understand that, they're never going to be able to deal with it. They're never going to be able to clean their own house. And Donald Trump is going to continue to rule the party. He's going to continue to own them. It's as simple as that. It is what it, it is what it is. And then you're going to continue to see chaos within their own within their own party, which is actually works well for Biden. As long as there's chaos in the Republican Party, I think Michigan just their chair just got stepped down or whatever. You have now you have uh, there's some big Arizona GOP fest or whatever. Uh, that's supposed to take place this weekend. Trump's supposed to speak at it on Friday. Um, and now you have the chair of the Arizona GOP stepping down because it's been revealed that he was, again, trying to bribe Carrie Lake to, with, with lots of high-paying jobs from all these corrupt business people. You know, it, that only serves to help Joe Biden because it, it just puts the GOP more in disarray. And it only just goes to show how many, how much problems there are going on in their party. But but we shouldn't take that for granted either, because we have our own problems on the left. 
trying to deal with people who are coming out and saying never Biden, never Biden, never Biden because of the whole Israel mess and who, you know, and because of like the young, young Turks and all the other folks who want to, you know, forget what happened in 2016 and how we lost abortion rights and how we'll lose many more rights if Donald Trump's allowed to name a single additional judge or justice of the Supreme Court if we allow Republicans to gain an inch more power. But, you know, that's a topic for another video. Like what I said, like, like, the, like the video, leave your comments below, subscribe to the channel, and have a good day. Again, that's what I say at the end of all videos that I record. I just recorded that one to upload later to go live tomorrow. Um... gives me a Supreme Court decision provokes civil war in Texas. I don't think the Supreme Court's decision, you're talking about the, the they okayed the, uh, whatchamacallit, they okayed the cutting of the razor wire. That's what, that's, that's what happened, right? They okayed the cutting of the razor wire or the barbed wire or what have you. Uh, Donna on Twitch. Uh, you can't use your Prime to subscribe yet because I'm not an affiliate yet. Once I become an affiliate, you'll be able to use your Prime to subscribe. I need if you follow if you if you follow for free, which is free, um, and and you get 16 more to follow, and I and I get approved to be an affiliate, then you can use your Prime to subscribe, and I'll and I'll work I'll I'll do a little tutorial on how to do that later, as long as you're not on an iPhone. I would love to have on the son of the Hamas leader. I mean, he, he goes whole hog against Hamas. I mean, he's, he, he tells a lot of truths about Hamas. Um, the people saying never Biden are the same people who were pretending to be Bernie bros of over Trump. Exactly. The 12% of the, the same people that are saying never Biden are, are those 12% who flipped from Bernie in the primary to Trump in the general election. So they probably were never going to vote. For, most, a lot of them are probably never going to vote for Biden in the first place, except for a few. Demonox being one of them. My friend Demonox lives in Massachusetts. But again, Demonox in Massachusetts doesn't matter because Demonox is in Massachusetts. And Massachusetts is not a state that matters because Demonox, because Massachusetts is going to go for Biden. So the, the, the few people in Massachusetts who are going to be like, well, I'm not going to vote for Biden. Fine, don't vote for Biden. Massachusetts is going to go for Biden anyway. Massachusetts is never going to go for Trump. I have somebody locally. I know somebody locally who lives in New Orleans who is never going to vote for Biden. Okay? Louisiana is going to vote for Trump or whoever the Republican nominee is, but it's most likely Trump. Unless, again, Nikki Haley is able to get him to go super, super duper unhinged. But I, I don't know. We'll see. And even then, it's, it's, it's up in the air. But it doesn't matter because even because even if he did vote for Biden, Louisiana would vote for Trump. So it doesn't matter. It's, it's the states like Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Arizona, Georgia, North Carolina. Those states matter because the Electoral College makes it so that only a few states matter each election. That's why the Electoral College sucks. Are you reading from the uh, Are you reading from Abbott's letter? Are you quoting from Abbott's letter, Gibson Media? Because um, 
Abbott's letter um, is trying to use the, the, the compact clause to try and suggest that the Article 3, Section 10, um, Paragraph 3 of the Constitution allows Texas to defend themselves uh, from an invasion. Uh, and that would mean like, you know, if the actual state of, if the actual country of Mexico was storming across the border, then the Texas National Guard or, or the Texas Military Division, whatever they call themselves because they're extra, Abbott could then say, go attack those people because we can defend ourselves because until the government show, until the federal government shows up. That's what Article 3, Section 10, or chapter, chapter 3 says. Individuals crossing a river doesn't, doesn't add up to an invasion. So, so according to Article 2, Section 2 of the Constitution, the president is commander-in-chief. Uh, that only includes the National Guard if it becomes federalized. But still, according to Article, Article 1, Section 8 of the Constitution, the Congress gets the authority to um, deal with uh, naturalization, immigration, and other border policy. And because uh, border policy is something that's given to the federal government, is not a power that's given to the states via the 10th Amendment. So therefore, these states have no authority to deal with border policy. They have no authority to act on border policy. They have no authority to prevent the Border Patrol from doing their jobs. And that's, that's the interesting thing here. Again, as, as I think we discussed this last time, what, what the Texas military division or whatever the hell it's called did in the case where they, they prevented the, 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 the border, border police, the federal, federal border police, they prevented them from doing their job. They have no authority to prevent federal border security from protecting the border. That's exactly what they did. They prevented them from doing their job. If anybody is threatening civil war, if you, as, you, as you said earlier, it's Texas stopping the federal government from doing their own damn jobs. If the 10 million people were all organized by, uh, by a leader and they were crossing with guns, yes, that would be an invasion. But individuals, you know, moving, and even if the individuals move as a group, they're just individuals. They are not an army. They are not attacking. They are not in, they're not an attack, they're not an attack force. They're not crossing and, 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 and attempting to kill Americans. It is not, it is not an, it is not an attempt to murder American people. They were not trying to, the Texas guards were not trying to save them at all. And if you're trying to say that, if you're trying to say that, if you were trying to, if you were trying to be part of the job are you saying that the Border Patrol was trying to save them? Are you, are you criticizing the Border Patrol for trying to save the three people in the river? Because in order to apprehend them, they would have to save them. 
And yes, they should be saved because even if you even if you violate a law, it doesn't mean you have to die. And that's the thing. That's that's why, that's why I said Texas was were the hypocrites of the week. The entire state of Texas was, was made the hypocrite of the week the other week. Why? Because they claim to be pro-life, but they let free people die. Because they don't care about actual lives. All they want is control. If they cared about lives, they would have saved the lives of those people. They would have dove in to save the lives of those people and then handed them over to the Border Patrol and said, here, now they're your problem. But no, they did not. They let them die. That's not pro-life. That's evil. 100% evil. Wait, when Trump wanted to do what, I was on the other side. What did Trump want to do? What are you talking about? Tim Farrell, there was a time when strangers were welcome here. Well, I mean, we had, we have the, the, the give us your tired, your poor, your wretched refuse yearning to be free. We have the Statue of Liberty. I mean, the way that many conservatives talk, we should just take down the Statue of Liberty or at least change the inscription to have it say GTFO. Gibson, that's that. Gibson, I, I would say that you should word that I. That you should word that for you. Say I, not we. Because the other per, the other Joe that you had on your show was very specific when he was on when you both were calling into my show that other day. He was very specific that he was not just for stopping illegal immigration. He wanted to stop all immigration. And I've heard many Republicans talking about stopping all, many Republicans, many conservatives stopping all immigration. Chris, I can answer that question. Why won't Republicans give Biden the funding he needs for border security? Because hypocrisy is a conservative prerequisite, A. And B, because the Republicans have said specifically to people, to the media, that they won't give Biden the funds that, that he's requesting to increase border security because they don't want to allow Biden to gain any poll numbers before the 2024 election. They would rather see the border go absolutely to hell. They would rather see the border just collapse into nothingness just to hurt Biden in the polling. And the stupid thing is, is that the people would believe them. There is a large segment of society who would believe them because there's a large segment of society that, that still believe of, that Benghazi was Hillary's fault. When the State Department asked Congress 
for more funding for security. And Jason Chaffetz was on like CNN or whatever. And he was like, no, yeah, we absolutely denied the extra funding that was requested for more security for our, for our diplomatic outpost because we couldn't afford to give them more money. We had to make choices. So yeah, it was the Republican Congress denied them the funding for increased security. So guess what? They had they didn't have the security that they needed because the Republicans denied it, but yet they're going to blame Hillary for it. <clears throat> Same thing here. The Republicans are going to be like Joe Biden will protect the border. Uh, to Biden, I want more money. No, why? Because we don't want to help your poll numbers. Well, then it's the Republicans' fault. By God, where am I getting what? Okay, let's go look it up. Let's go get it. Um, Kim Shee, border's not open. It's the same as it ever was. Same as it ever was. Same as it ever was. Letting the days go by. Letting the border close you down. Sorry. Um... Republican denies border funding because of polling. Let's see if that brings it up. Let me just do it this way. Republican, which I I could remember the name, Congressman. And you also remember the Republicans who complained that Joe Biden stopped, stopped a whole bunch of fentanyl from crossing over the border? I'm like, what, did the Republicans want Biden to let the fentanyl cross, cross, go across the border? I almost believe, I, I, I really do believe that Donald Trump probably told the people at the border to not stop as many drug, drugs, to not stop the drugs from crossing on the border. Because if they stopped the drugs from crossing over the border then they would have to report that they stopped the drugs from crossing over the border. And then people would be able to say, look how weak Donald Trump is on the border. There's all these people trying to get drugs over the border. So he, he didn't try to stop it because if you don't see it, it doesn't happen. Why do I believe that? Why do I, why do I believe that Donald Trump may have purposely stopped enforcement of of drugs from being crossing over the border and just letting drugs through freely during his presidency again because if if he actually had them stop the drugs from crossing the border he would have to then report that they stopped the drugs and then from crossing the border and then if he reported that all those drugs crossed over the border then People would say, look at all those drugs that are trying to cross over the border during Trump's presidency. He looks weak because, A, that's what they're doing during Biden's administration. The Biden administration stops all the drugs. And now the Republicans are like, see, look at all the drugs that Biden that are crossing during Biden's administration. Biden's doing his job. He's stopping them. But again, why do I think that 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 way? Because of how Trump acted during COVID. During COVID, Trump was like, we need to stop testing because if you don't test, you don't have cases, which is BS. You still have the same number of people infected with COVID, regardless as, whether, as to whether or not you test or not. If you stop testing, you just bury your head in the sand and you don't 
just because you don't see it doesn't mean they don't exist. Donald Trump just didn't want it reported. He didn't, didn't want those cases reported because he didn't want to look bad because of the so-called optics of having that many positive cases. Even though had his stupid ass realized if he would have done more comprehensive testing, we might have been able to get a hold on it much quicker and maybe have done more, you know, tighter lockdowns and not done more wider lockdowns. But he's not very bright. But that's why I think that he wouldn't he would actually want Border Patrol to not crack down on drug crossing because again he wouldn't want to report that all the drugs were crossing over the border. So better for him and his numbers to just ignore the drugs cross drugs crossing the border so that he doesn't have to report it so it, he doesn't look bad from it what do you think anywho republican congressman um denies border funding because it will help biden Um, so it's Troy Niels. Do, 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 do. And if you're on Blog Talk Radio listening at the moment, I'm sorry. I'm going to play. If I find a video of him saying it, then you're not going to be able to. Uh, then you're not going to be able to hear it because you know Troy Niels border funding. Refuses. It's hard to find a video about it. Anyway, so here's the story. Texas Representative Troy Neal showed his true colors on Wednesday, refusing to back any sort of border deal because he claimed it would help President Joe Biden slumping poll numbers. Uh, let me let's see. Is here the video? Here's the video. No, I don't know if this. I don't know if this has the video or not. It's something that told CNN. Let me tell you, I am not willing to do too damn much right now to help a Democrat and to help Joe Biden's approval rating, the manga Republican told CNN. I will not help the Democrats try and improve this man's approval ratings. I'm not going to do it. Why would I? Uh, Chuck Schumer had HR2 on his SSG. He did nothing with it. Um, Neil's confession on Wednesday may hint at the reason why. Republicans care more about who sits in the White House than doing anything about the border situation they keep harping on about. Blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, again, Troy Neils and other Republicans are refusing to do anything about the border, refusing to pass a, a comprehensive border deal that, that's a compromise uh, that's, that, that Republican senators have said it's the best deal they're going to get. But the, the House GOP uh, basically will say this. They'll basically say, um, they're basically going to say uh, the, the definition of compromise is do what we want you to do or else do nothing. But yeah, Troy Niels is one of many Republicans 
who is just refusing to pass any sort of border funding because they don't want to help Joe Biden's polling numbers. So they don't care about the border. They only care about polling numbers. So they could miss me with all the crap about how insecure the border is if they don't want to take steps to fix it and work with the president to fix it because they're afraid he might win re-election because of it, then they really don't care about the border. How far would they take that line of logic, I wonder? Mike Johnson said it outright in an interview on Fox or CNN. Let's, let's look that up. Mike Johnson, Fuse, Border Funding, Help Biden. Let's see. <laughs> Kimchi, wait, why didn't the wall work? Because he never, A, he never got Mexico to pay for it. B, he never finished it. Uh, C, uh, ladders and tunnels exist. <laughs> and uh, pole, pole, pole vaults. Um <coughs> If Agolf told the Republicans don't want to repair problems they are using to get elected with. Yeah, and actually they learned their lesson about that with abortion. Uh, the Republicans, you know, Donald Trump got Roe v. Wade overturned because he named three, three activist conservative Supreme Court justices to the bench. Uh, they got their abortion bans in, in several states. Uh, their abortion bans went way overboard to the point where even Gibson Media agreed that they went too far on that phone call. And guess what? They've been losing on abortion ever since because they've been exposed as the extremists that they are. And they've been losing at the polls because of it. So it's better for them to actually run on issues and not fix them than it is for them to actually fix the issues that they want to fix. Uh, in a perfect world, a remain in Mexico with cooperation from both countries could sort out the legit asylum claims if the Republicans want to be the only ones to solve the border issue. That's the main point. Republicans want to be the only ones to solve the border issue, and they want to do it in the least humane way possible, as we've seen with Texas, putting, you know, buried underwater razor wire so that people can die by drowning and bleeding. YouTube video, Trump supporter discovers ladders, LOL. <laughs> Let's see. Boo, 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 boo. Canada, U.S. border has problems with drugs going both ways across the border. Almost all of the illegal guns found in the hands of gangs are from the U.S. Maybe Canada has to expect everyone... I mean, yeah, you know, yeah.
the R's need to look up the word seized and apprehended. Oh, wait, they want to ban the dictionary. Yeah, that's true. They want to ban dictionaries because dictionaries contain the word sex. Oh, no. The word sex exists in a dictionary, so therefore we can't have it. Dun, dun, dun. Anyway. So, let, us, let me find this thing again. But repukes have gone full fascist. Party can never be saved. They crossed the line. Yeah, pretty much. All right, before we get to that, let's, let's, um, oh, we already talked about the Trump going full on furious. He was tweeting all night and, or truthing or all night about the whole, um, the whole darn thing when it came to, uh, Carrie, not Carrie Lake, uh, Nikki, Nikki Haley refusing to leave the, leave and, and just concede the election and blah, blah, blah. And again, we'll see if he, if, if, if Nikki Haley, can say enough to make him go full go to plaid so to speak hey bicycle mike good to see you um the drones can fly over the border and drop drugs into canada yep anyway let us go back to the other image. Because we're going to go back to that topic. Yeah, Nikki Haley is Coke funded. Um, does that make her a Coke sucker? <laughs> Tim Farrell, I had a dictionary for lunch. Now the throat is the sorest it's ever been. Ah, funny. Dad jokes or rat jokes. Anywho, I got to pull out this other these other articles too. Let me let me pull this up as well. Because whole bunch to talk about as it pertains to this subject. All right, so. As we talked about in the last show, we had the uh, governor of Louisiana pushed for closed primaries. He wanted closed primaries for every election. He could not get that in this special session. What he did get was closed primaries for federal elections, i.e. for the senatorial and congressional elections, including the fact that we're now going to have uh, an, a, a changed uh, congressional maps, including a second majority minority district. Uh, to give people who are black in Louisiana more of a say in Congress, which is not his choice to do. It was, he was forced upon us by, rightly, by the court because we were underrepresenting uh, black voices in Congress in the state of Louisiana. Uh, and so, because, and once that happened, uh, there was an announcement. Uh, by a former Louisiana congressman and a former Louisiana state senator, state senator, that he was going to be jumping into the race. Before I talk about him, we need to do a little bit of a history lesson uh, about Louisiana and about. Well, we'll start with me. We'll start with for a while in Louisiana. Uh, here, 
I uh, I left the Louisiana Democratic Party. I, I unregistered as a Democrat. I became an independent. In Louisiana, because we had open primaries, it was not necessarily important to be registered as a Democrat. The only reason one would have to be registered as a Democrat would be to vote in a presidential primary. And our presidential primaries are so late in the season that it really didn't matter because usually by that time, the candidate had already been chosen. Even in 2016, though, uh, I don't think the candidate in, between Hillary and Bernie had been chosen yet. Uh, and it could have mattered. But in 2016, I didn't care. I was agnostic between who the candidate was. I wasn't going to be fighting against people over Bernie or Hillary. I was basically going to support whoever the nominee was because to me in 2016, the most important issue was the Supreme Court and nobody wanted to listen to me and we know how that turned out. Uh, however, I eventually did re-register as a Democrat because I wanted to vote in the 2020 elections as in the primaries, etc. But the reason I left the Louisiana Democratic Party uh, is because I had called into one of the local conservative talk shows when it was announced that uh, former governor Edwin Edwards had announced that he was going to run for Congress. Edwin Edwards was a, was a convicted felon, and he was an unrepentant convicted felon. I say unrepentant convicted felon because there was, in the, the last time Louisiana tried to do closed primaries, it lasted for exactly one election, and Louisiana decided to go back and change it to have open primaries again for Congress. But in that one election, um, I, instead of voting uh, for, the, for the Democrat in the general election, I went ahead and voted for the Green Party candidate, Malik Rahim. Uh, Malik Rahim was a uh, convicted felon, but he was a repentant convicted felon. He is somebody who, uh, after getting out of prison, he decided to form a charity, a nonprofit. Uh, he, and it, what the nonprofit did was work to uh, help other former inmates as they came out of prison to get themselves reacclimated in society so that they wouldn't uh, commit more crimes and they wouldn't go back to prison. So that's a good thing. That's a very, very good thing. And I appreciate it. I think that's the type of person one might want to have in Congress, somebody who's actually doing something good for their community. Because the Democrat was a crook, Bill Jefferson, who sold, put bribe money in his freezer. And he went to prison. Uh, he lost to the Republican. But I was not voting for the Republican, so I voted for Malik Rahim. Then we went back to having open primaries again. So I don't know how long this experiment's going to last, but um, yeah, I so that's I don't have a problem voting for a felon, somebody who's done their time. I have a problem with voting for an unrepentant convicted felon because Edward Edwards still would say that he did nothing wrong. But let's go back in time a little bit more, like a little Wayne's World style, like I remember back in 1991. When I was living in Maryland, uh, Louisiana made the national news as a national embarrassment uh, because you had the runoff election between Edwin Edwards and David Duke. Because again, you had an open primary and in the first round, Edwin Edwards had 33.7% of the vote. David Duke, a grand wizard of the KKK, 
had 31.7% of the vote. Uh, Republican Buddy Romer had 26.5% of the vote. And Republican Clyde Holloway had 5.3% of the vote. Um, and this is one of the reasons, I guess, why some, some of the people might want closed primaries because the Republicans here all split the vote against each other. And then you ended up having the choice between the top two vote getters, which was either Edward Edwards or David Duke. So the Republicans were like, well, now we're embarrassed because now we have a Klansman as our representative. And so Louisiana became very popular, very popular, so to speak, because um, you had national Republicans condemning uh, the fact that David Duke was the candidate, uh, and you had bumper stickers down here in Louisiana that said, uh, vote for the crook, it's important. Because even though <coughs> Edwin Edwards was not convicted of anything yet, it was very much you know, rumored that he was a very corrupt politician. And even though he'd never been convicted, people doubled down on it. It's like, fine, he's a crook. But it's much better to have a crook in office than it is to have a grand wizard of the KKK. So in the 1991 election, uh, Edwin Edwards wins the vote 61 to 38, 61.17 to 38. So basically 61 to 39. Still kind of embarrassing that almost 40% of the state voted for a grand wizard of the KKK. But, you know, it is Louisiana. But still, they, the majority of the state did vote against the Grand Wizard of the KKK. We voted for the crook. If I had that choice to make today, if Edwin Edwards was still alive, and, and for some reason we had that election between David Duke and Edwin Edwards, as much as I don't like Edwin Edwards, I'd still vote for Edwin Edwards if given that chance, because I would not obviously not vote for David Duke. Rolling on forward... Uh, January 2001. Uh, the former Louisiana governor gets 10 years prison term for a corruption case. So the joke vote for the crook is important. You know, he actually became a crook. Uh, former Louisiana governor Edward Edwards was sentenced Monday to a 10 years in prison and fined $250,000 for extorting payoffs from people who had applied for riverboat casino licenses. The 73-year-old Edwards was convicted in federal court, was ordered to begin serving his sentence on February 5th. Afterward, U.S. Attorney Eddie Jordan welcomed the close of the case. I think we have, a, we have to begin the process of removing the stain of corruption from Louisiana. We have to begin the process of removing the stain of corruption from Louisiana. Very important line there. I think that in this case, we have confronted corruption squarely in the face. We have dealt with it appropriately and fairly. Still, the prosecutor said he planned to appeal uh, the U.S. District Court Judge Pelosi's judgment because he wanted a stiffer sentence for Edwards. Edwards says the people still liked him. Edwards told reporters he, too, would appeal. He said he hoped he could stay free during the appeals process. It's totally unthinkable and horrible to ask a person who has not fully exhausted his legal remedies to begin serving prison time. It's just too un-American and too horrible, he says, and we feel that the Court of Appeals will respond favorably. They did not. Uh, considering Edward's age, defense lawyer Dan Small said as long as a long sentence effectively as a death sentence, it was not. Uh, he got out of prison, then he ran for Congress again and even married a Republican. 
Even if the appeal fails, Edwards predicted he would serve no more than eight and a half years. Uh, he did not rule out a return to public life, which he did. Uh, Four-term Democrat who left office in 96 cited a poll by a local newspaper that showed 53% of those queried said they were vote for him if they ran again. Um, I may give them a chance. Uh, here's a disgusting line from him. A popular and colorful figure in Louisiana politics, Edwards earned a reputation for high living and high stakes gambling. During a 1983 race for governor, he bragged that the only way he would lose is if he were caught in bed with a dead girl or a live boy. Uh, he was convicted of 17 counts of racketeering, conspiracy, and extortion involving a shakedown efforts against the Riverboat Casino interest in New Orleans from 1991 through 1997. Again, we almost had Disney World in New Orleans, but they demanded bribes from the Disney people, and the Disney people were like, nope, F you. We will not do that, and we're going to go to Florida. Um, the trial featured testimony about secretly recorded conversations, huge sums of cash changing hand, and a public betrayal of Edwards by Ben, with whom he once socialized and often wagered. The government's investigation was based on wiretaps on Edwards' home, telephone, and a microphone hidden in his office. Uh, authorities tried Edwards twice in the 80s on federal racketeering charges um, involving a hospital and nursing home venture. Uh, he said the $2 million he made from the deal was legal. Asked Monday what he thought about prison life would be like. The white-haired politician practically will probably be captivating. That's his sense of humor. That's probably why a lot of people in Louisiana liked him, because he would have a crack a joke about everything. So why am I talking about Edwin Edwards, about this whole thing? Let's read an article uh, from, this is from September 8th, 2018, about then state senator running, running for state senator Cleo Fields. James Gill writes, Cleo Fields' past continues to haunt him as he tries to reclaim old Senate, state Senate seat. Supporters of Cleo Fields have long suggested it's unfair of the advocate to keep dredging up the FBI tape that shows him getting a large wad of cash from ex-Governor Edwin Edwards and stuffing it in his pocket. They'll be plenty mad at us now because we're at it again as soon as, as, soon as Fields started to raise money to campaign for his old seat representing Baton Rouge in the state Senate. The case against us is that 21 years has passed since Edwards told Fields to make sure everyone is careful how it's handed out as he slipped $25,000 to Fields, who then asked for a rubber band and a piece of paper to wrap it in. A failure to let bygones be bygones allegedly proves malice. Fields, moreover, was not even charged with, let alone convicted of a crime. Thus, it is claimed there is no reason to besmirch his name anymore. Fields was included in a long list of, quote, unindicted co-conspirators, when Edwin Edwards and a bunch of his cronies went on trial for shaking down applicants for riverboat gambling license, which, when the legislature put a cap statewide of 15 of them, uh, became licenses to print money. Edwards was not long out of the governor's mansion and did not discourage the perception that he retained much influence over the state board that issued the licenses. Federal prosecutors figured he extracted some $3 million from operators seeking an illicit advantage over the competition. If Fields does have a legitimate beef, and that ain't goody two-shoes on the tape. It is with the federal government to be named as an unindicted conspirator is to be permanently tainted with no chance of mounting a defense. It can mean the sudden loss of not only face and reputation, but of livelihood. 
for anyone with fiduciary responsibilities, say being named an unindicted co-conspirator in the newspaper, it is almost certainly a kiss of death. In the absence of due process, it is inevitable that the innocent will suffer along with the unscrupulous. Again, and I'm going to say, he is an unindicted co-conspirator. He's never been tried. He's never been convicted. But he was named by the feds an unindicted co-conspirator. Go back in time to an article from the Las Vegas Sun, uh, Thursday, March 16, 2000. A 1997 videotape played during Governor Edwin Edwards' racketeering trial shows a former congressman handling a bundle of cash in Edwards' office. It does not show what prosecutors said it would. Edwards handing the cash to the congressman. Uh, prosecutors presented the tape of Edwards and Cleo Fields on Wednesday as they continued pressing their claim that Edwards extorted $400,000 from former San Francisco 49ers owner Edward DeBellardo Jr., uh, Edwards is heard discussing on tape a deal contingent on getting a license for someone. Uh, there's no direct link to DiBartolo in the 15-minute conversation. Edwards, his son Stephen, states, uh, State Senator Greg Tauver, and four others have been on trial in federal court since January 10th. Prosecutors claim the men took part in a series of bribery and extortion schemes aimed at manipulating the licensing of riverboat casinos during and after Edwards' fourth and final term, which ended January 1996. Fields, now a state senator, has not been charged. His attorney, Mike Small, released a statement noting that Fields was not an elected official at the time of the meeting and was never a target in the investigation. The Edwards-Fields tape was long awaited, but it did not show Edwards actually handing a bundle of cash to Fields as Prosecutor Jim Letton told jurors. FBI agent Jeffrey Santini, who returned to the witness stand today for cross-examination, said the camera the FBI hid in the office was not running when Edwards allegedly handed the cash to Fields. Santini said the agent monitoring the meeting neglected to turn on the camera until after the meeting had begun. Uh, the agent monitoring the meeting also, is also expected to testify later today. The result was that jurors only heard the early part of only heard the early part of the meeting. So there was audio of it when Edwards allegedly handed the cash to Fields while saying, "I am negotiating with him. It's out of what I have until I can get it settled up with him." Edwards is also heard saying, "Make sure that everybody involved is careful about how that's passed out or whatever." Because as you know, that other guy is under very serious, serious, serious investigation. Prosecutors say that other guy is Tarver, who is alleged to have worked with State Gambling Board. Uh, the black and white videotape of the latter part of the meeting shows Fields fishing a bundle of cash out of his pocket and asking for an envelope or piece of paper to put it in. Edwards hands over a piece of white paper, which Fields folds around the cash and then shoves it back in his pocket. Attorneys in the case have said the bundle contained 25 grand. On tape, Edwards is seen and heard telling Fields that the people he is working with are claiming that the offer they made was contingent on getting a license before they head for an election, and apparent reference to the possibility that an election would have to be held in the Bosier City area, or Bossier City area, before DiBartolo could place his proposed riverboat casino there. The election was never held. DiBartolo did win the license, but gave it back after being summoned before the grand jury. Fields was a congressman in the mid-90s. Uh, he made a bid to become the first black governor uh, in 1995. He lost. Uh, to Mike Foster. Uh, the court ordered redrawing of congressional district lines cost fields the majority black district. That's the key thing. We used to have two majority black districts, but the Supreme Court initially tossed it because they said it was too racially gerrymandered. And now we have one that was created because we weren't racially gerrymandered enough. But we needed a second one because we weren't giving adequate representation in the state. Anyway, 
According to the audio tape for Tuesday, Edward and Marion Edwards had a deal to give Fox 250 grand after the board voted to, on the last Riverbook casino license and offered a job to his daughter. Santini testified that he believed for some time that the money was for Fuller and the job for Fuller's daughter. After interviewing Fox in January 1998, Santini said he learned the money was, was really intended for Fox and Fuller had nothing to do with the alleged scheme. Um, anyway, so here's the deal. Louisiana Democrats have long suffered because of their attachment to Edwin Edwards. People like it, because we've been hooked to Edwin Edwards, the Louisiana Democratic Party has been tainted with this idea of just huge amounts of corruption. And one of the reasons that I, the main reason why I was like, I will leave, I will unregister and become registered, no party, if, if they were to endorse unrepentant convicted felon Edward Edwards for Congress when he ran for Congress after he got out of prison uh, was because I didn't think that they would be stupid enough to endorse him. Yet they did. Because they have this obsession with the past. They are obsessed with the past. They're obsessed with these old politicians, the old corrupt politicians. I don't, maybe some, maybe it's part of it's because they know where the bodies are buried. I don't know. They're absolutely obsessed with these old, corrupt politicians. Edwards is dead, but he's a convicted felon. I have no problem saying he's corrupt. Cleo Fields, again, unindicted co-conspirator. He's never been tried. He's never been convicted of anything. So take that with whatever grains of salt you must. But he was on that tape. He's obviously connected to Edwin Edwards. There's obviously a relationship there. To me, it doesn't pass the smell test. It's time to move on. It's time to find some new blood. It's time to find some new people to represent Louisiana in Congress. It's time to Stop dealing with people who had a cash of 25 grand in his pocket. If I walked around with a, with a wad of 25 grand in my pocket, the federal government could seize that money from me. Because anytime you walk around with more than 10 grand in your, in your money, they think you're doing something illegal with it. Because that's the assumption that's made. And that's today. This is back in what, in the 90s, when, where that amount of money is worth more today. It's time, it's time to send Cleo Fields out to political pasture. But yet he jumped at the opportunity to be one of the first ones to sign up for this new congressional district. Where he's going to be the free, he announced, he, I'm, going to be, I'm going to be running for this seat. I'm going to go, I want to go back to Congress. And, I get, and, and I'm half convinced that Katie Bernhardt and the Louisiana Democratic Party is going to hug him and kiss him and, and love on him and call him George and whatever. I'm going to kiss him and love him and call him George. And they're, going to, and they're going to embrace him and they're going to go all in because they love embracing the past. They can't get over the past. 
instead of finding somebody new and progressive, like a Gary Chambers. Gary Chambers, if, if Gary Chambers lives in that district, Gary Chambers should be running for that seat and representing that seat, representing that seat. It should be Gary Chambers, not Cleo Fields. I think Gary Chambers up there, not Cleo Fields. Just my two cents. But we also need to get over the past because if we don't, we're just going to continue to look like the same old dumb, corrupt party here in Louisiana and we're just going to continue to wither on the vine until we're outright dead and we're even less relevant than we already are today because we now, again, the Democratic Party in Louisiana has no power except in New Orleans. There's, we don't have any statewide elected office. We don't, and there's a Republican supermajority in both houses. The head of the party is useless. It's, it's, we, we have some good legislators that are out there fighting the good fight for the best that they can do. And I appreciate them for doing the best they can do. But holy crap. I'm not holding my breath that they're going to do the right thing here. We'll see. More on this when it continues. Again, what do you think? Do you agree with me? Should we go with, if, I don't know if Gary Chambers lives in this district, but if he does, I think he would be a better person to be in that district, to be running for that seat than a Cleo Fields. But what do you think? Do you agree with me? Disagree with me? Leave your comments below. Like and subscribe. Thank you very much. Have a good day. Again, I'm not ending the video now, but I'm ending that video now. Doopa doopa doo. <laughs> Kimchi, go fund me for a reputable voodoo priestess. <laughs> yeah, we definitely need some just pins, just Get rid of it. All right. Show reset again. Liberal Den Radio talk from left. That's right. Mondays, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Central uh, here on LiberalDanRadio.com, which is the link to the YouTube channel or twitch.tv slash Liberal Dan Radio. Um, we need uh, 17. We might need 16 more followers at this point, I think. Um I'm just refreshing the stream over there just to see if that's the case. Um, no, we still need 17. 17 more followers over on Twitch is what's needed for us to, to hit the uh, hit affiliate over on Twitch. Um, or just remember to like videos, subscribe them, comment, subscribe to the channel if you haven't subscribed already. Follow me over on Twitch. Create an account. Create an account if you don't want to do Twitch again. Create a Twitch account, follow the channel, and then ignore it. If you don't, if you don't want to have notifications, create a new Gmail account. <laughs> Make a new Twitch account with that new Gmail account, and then go to, I mean, I could, do, I guess, I could do it 17 times myself, but I mean, eh. maybe I'll do it with a couple of mine, but yeah. Tim Farrell, maybe it's me. You'd be better off if I left. Why would I be better better off if you left? Why Why are you saying that? Have I missed something? 
fear. Let's let's roll up to see anything. Everything that I've missed uh, in in the conversation in the rant because that was that was a big old fat man rant. Uh, maybe I should label that as a fat man rant because that was a big old fat man rant. Maybe it should be. Yes, Wonder Mom, Chris. We need we need more Twitchers. Yes, not like this kind of Twitchers. Tamara, thank you for following Tamara. And there are 16 more that, that are needed. Um, let's see. If they, if they banned the thesaurus, it would be dreadful, awful, appalling, horrific, horrifying, horrible, horrendous, atrocious, abominable, abhorrent, frightful, fearful, shocking. Yes, absolutely. I agree with you 100%. Uh, Oh, Tim's Canadian. You like Tim Hortons? <laughs> did, they, did Burger King ruin Tim Hortons? Uh, let's see. I've been to Ontario. I've been to Hamilton. I briefly was to um, Vancouver for a cruise. Let's see, until you end Citizens United and publicly find elections limited to a six-week block, the case for deceit and dark money and begging for money for Congress will never end. Yeah, I fell into one thing, traitors, insurrectionists is something else, true. Um, I'm a proud Canadian. I'm afraid of what the far-right misinformation is doing up here. Up is down, down is up. It can't seem to reach consensus on basic obvious facts. Oh, that's America too. I mean, unfortunately it seems like it's spreading like a cancer all over the place. Um, keep scrolling down. Is Billy Connolly still with us? I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen Billy Connolly. Do, 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 do. Trump and MAGA are having performance problems. I don't think there's a pill to fix them. Once they went crystal fascist, they'll never come back. True. Um, Legal cannabis in, in Canada since October 7th, or Canada or California?
Kim C., it's time to vote in women and hold them accountable. True. Vincent Owens, choose less evil. Yes. Say the courts ruled Trudeau government overreacted. Was he supposed to give in to their demands? Were any of the protesters heard? I don't get it. Um, and you think that's okay? You you think what's okay? I don't. Did, what did I miss on that one? The police cannot confiscate your money where it's against the law to have twenty five. No, Gibson, I don't think it's okay for the police to confiscate your money at all. I have a big problem with it. But my point is that, you know, if it's assumed that it's a crime, then, you know, that that's, it's kind of like a don't hate the player, hate the game thing. If we're assuming that it's a crime for one person to have it, why is it the go? What? Like, I'm just wondering why Cleo Fields didn't get, why is he an unindicted co-conspirator? Why wasn't he a conspirator? Like, he, it's not the fact that he had the money. It's the fact that he, he allegedly took the money because there's no videotape of him actually taking the money. But, he took, but, but it's assumed that he took the money. And he took the, he took the paper for the money, he took the rubber band around the money, and he was told how to, how to allegedly told how to distribute the money, right? So I'm completely against uh, the the um, civil forfeiture law, civil asset forfeiture laws, civil asset civil asset forfeiture laws are bullshit and they should go away, um, or at least extremely modified to to a point where um, they should if, if if property is seized for some sort of crime it should be easy to get back uh, when you know the case is over and it's it's shown that you know you didn't do anything wrong or whatever. Yeah, uh, over on Twitch, uh, Tamara, we'll have we'll have more live chatters eventually. Um, we don't. It's kind of, it's very slow on my Nerdy Dan stream. On my Nerdy Dan stream, it's mostly just either, it's mostly me and, it's either me and, and, and Jolie or me and Aaron or me, Jolie and Aaron, and sometimes Andrea. Like, there's not a lot of other people that join me on my, on my Twitch streams for, uh, for, for Nerdy Dan. So the fact that we have five viewers and, and some people participating in the chat here is, is different for me. Uh, that's why I have, I make sure on this screen I have like, Twitch and YouTube right here to just have both open at the same time so I can go back and forth between the two. It's crazy. Um, and I also have it set up to where I can, if I want to, I can do this and show both chats at the same time. Um, but I don't know if you can see it that well. I don't know if I fixed that that well, but both chats pop up um, this way. And you can see you can see both sets of groups talking at the same time. So I figured that one out a little bit. One little piece of video that I did not quite figure out or audio that I did not, I forgot to download, but I didn't quite, I didn't, I forgot to, I forgot to get it before the show started is there's, 
there's a little piece of audio from Game of Thrones, right when uh, Tyrion Lannister gets gets to King's Landing and he's first announced that he's handed the king in uh, Tywin Lannister's stead, and it's him and his sister Cersei talking, and he just finds out uh, that they only have one of the Starks, Stark children left, and uh, he's like, it must be odd for you being the disappointing one for a change or whatever. And I wanted to play that one, but the uh, the thing is, is that here in Louisiana, we actually made local news because um, in New Orleans, in the New Orleans metropolitan area, like I live in Algiers, which is on the west bank of the Mississippi River. And even though it's technically the west bank of the Mississippi River, it's actually, we're actually south of New Orleans. And in some parts, actually, we're, if, if, if you look to our east, there is, the, we're on the West Bank on, like, let me try to do it this way. So, like, if this is, if this is the Mississippi River and this is, this is where my house is, like, this is the Mississippi River over here, and then this is, like, the Lower Ninth Ward and and, Al, and Chalmette, and then you have like up here, and then over here is the rest of the city, and the river does like this. So like the bridge goes this way. So we actually have to, in order to get from the east bank to the west bank, you have to travel south southeast in a southeasterly direction, which is weird. But so Orleans and Jefferson Parish are both split by the river on the east bank and the west bank so which is you know sometimes when like the power goes out after a storm we get screwed sometimes because the west bank is the last to get power back which kind of sucks but sometimes when we have like a when the pumps go out and there's a boil order for like the water that'll sometimes it'll only affect the east bank and the west bank will be like haha we don't have to deal with the boil order haha so it, that's the benefit of living on the West Bank. So earlier today or yesterday, uh, some big old pipe got broke and it was right by one of the big water processing plants or whatever. And the Jefferson Paris, which is normally seen as more functional or more or, or less problematic or less like they don't make the news as much for, for, for a lot of stuff like New Orleans does. Uh, they had a whole bunch of people going without water. And they had to boil, they had a boil order. Um, restaurants and other businesses had to close all day today for the most part on the, on the, at least on the East Bank because they didn't have any water unless they had to boil it. So I really wanted to play that Tyrion Lannister bit and, uh, about Jefferson Parish and, and have New Orleans is like, you know, it must be difficult being, being, being the disappointing one this time, so. Anywho, it's crazy. It's it's crazy that they have to deal with that. And I have a couple of friends who live in live in. Uh, I'm like one of my, one of my friends has two kids, and one of their schools is canceled, and one of the one of the schools, uh, one or one of them is going just back to school tomorrow. The other one is doing virtual learning tomorrow. There's one restaurant that had 
so much water saved up apparently from the salt wedge that was coming up the Mississippi River that they still have that water left over. So they were able to keep open because they had all that water left over. Um, so yeah, it's, it, it's been interesting. It, it's definitely an interesting thing living down here in Louisiana. That's, that's for darn sure. Um, let's see. What else are we going to talk about tonight? Cause I, co I covered most of the topics I wanted to cover today. Shockingly enough, ranted about Cleo fields, ranted about um, the same Republican bullshit like in Flint and, Matt and Jackson. Well, here, here's the thing about Flint. Uh, as I stretch my ears out or whatever, because my ears are just ugh. probably don't even need this on for a moment because I don't actually have to hear anything. It's not taking any calls. Um, the thing about Flint is that was absolutely Republican BSery. Hold on, I'll get to your question in a second, Elizabeth. Um, the thing about uh, Flint, Michigan, is, is that it was all based on this stupid idea, that or undemocratic idea, that the Republican legislature and Republican governor passed this horrible idea that if they don't like how the how the duly elected uh, representatives or officials are doing, that the state government can come in and just swoop in and replace everybody and put in like government managers. And so that's what they did. They came in and replaced everybody. And those replacements are the ones that made this great idea to change where they would get the water from for Flint, Michigan. And guess what? They, they didn't take into consideration how that change of water might, be, might affect the pipes that the water will be going through. And because Republicans don't trust experts and they just act without asking experts when they do anything, guess what? Guess what? They got poisoned because it caused all of the lead to come loose and people got poisoned. See, Vincent, Liberal Dan, way behind the chat. Am I really way behind the chat? I mean, I, th I think I'm all caught up. I can't really see your picture, Elizabeth. Let's see. Can I pull open the profile? I can't really. Hold on. Yeah, I don't want to mistakenly put you in timeout. <laughs> Yeah, it failed big time because, again, Republican plans are not plans. They're just terrible ideas. Just a reminder, reminder if, if you do want to vote on a potential future guest for Liberal Day and Radio, we, uh, there is a poll up on the Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash Liberal Dan or patreon.liberaldan.com, and you can... Uh, you can check out who I want, who has asked to be a guest on the show. It's again, it's not Gibson Media, but you can you can see who who wants to be a guest on the show, and you can put in your two cents, and we can chat about it, and you can vote on it, and you can see, and 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 well, I'll listen to your opinions and what you guys have to say. Uh, to Tamara, the DeVos family is neck deep in the poisoning of Flint, Michigan. Not surprised. Um, Elizabeth, you can always send me a picture, uh, liberaldanradio at gmail.com, and I can look at it that way. I'm just saying. 
I've seen you. I'm sure I've seen you in Zoom. It's just been forever since I've been in a Zoom. <laughs> Is Jackie blocked? Jackie shouldn't be blocked. I didn't do anything to Jackie. And I, I, I would be the only one who could block. I don't think mods can block. I think mods can mute. Mods can't block. As, as I understand it, I'm still rather new to the whole partner moderation stuff, if you will. See, people used to warn me not to give information because they were so afraid of people out there. I would post it in all the face. Nothing ever happened. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I tend to try and leave some things. I think I almost said the name of the company I work for once, and I was like, <clears throat> like, I try and leave that stuff out of the public view. Like, my LinkedIn profile doesn't say the actual company that I work for. Like, I actually posted, uh, I'm working for a company to be named later, and people were congratulating me on the company to be named later. And I'm like, hilarious. <laughs> like, that's not a real company, y'all. I'm just, I'm just not, I just don't want to have people messing with my, messing with my employment. Let's see, Elizabeth, I would say... Somewhere between, honestly, I'm probably wrong. Like if I were to guess outright, like 42. Maybe, 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 maybe 37 to 42, 42 at the most. Then again, people uh, people think I'm younger than people think I look younger than I actually am too. Like I always tell the Uber the two Uber stories. There was one time I was giving a ride to a bachelorette party out to Jefferson Parish, out to Metairie, where they're having the boil water now. Um, and the person who was sitting in the front seat um, said something about me looking like I was in like said I was something like about 35. I'm like no, I'm like 42. And she was like, "Good for you." And I was like, "Holy crap." Um, and I was, she was like, she, she really thought that I was, uh, she really, she really thought that I was, um, oh yeah, Jolie, I remember that. She really thought that I was in my thirties. And then there was the other one, uh, that I picked up a bunch of these, uh, young students. I think they were freshmen or sophomores from Tulane university. And uh, I offered everybody like my typical service as I would offer, like, um, mints, water, cell phone charges, and the the one one of the young women was like, oh my God, you're the goat. And she was like, do you even know what the goat means? I'm like, greatest of all time, duh. And 
she was like, my brother's in his 20s and he doesn't even know what the goat means. I'm like, you think I'm in my 20s? She was like, yeah. I'm like, I'll take it. It was dark, though, so maybe she couldn't see the gray hair. <laughs> I'll have to quote the person from my, uh, from my ride then, or parody. Good for you, Elizabeth. I hope I look that good at 57. Damn, that's really good. Well done. <laughs> Nick Rich, age is relative to your relative. If you have stressful relatives, you age more quickly. Um, so sometimes it's sometimes it's good to get rid of the toxic relatives so you don't have to deal with them anymore. And it's funny, though, Jolie, because, like, if I see here and I click on somebody, I see pin, report, remove, timeout, hide user on channel, and add as moderator. Is hide user on channel the same thing as block? I don't know. Unless maybe you have, maybe you have a block option and I don't because I can block a different way. That's, that would be weird. But maybe maybe you do. I don't know. I'll have to be a mod on somebody else's channel to be able to determine that. People online think I'm way older than I am, probably because I dream of the return of Eisenhower Republicans. <laughs> People are really going to think you're old if you start talking about the um, the Whig Party. Start talking about the wig party, then they'll really start thinking you're old. <laughs> All right, let's pull up. Uh, let's pull up the Twitter. See what's trending on Twitter at the moment. Why is that? Oh, that's because it's the wrong, wrong winder. Let's look at that one. Vivek Ramaswamy. Don't take it just from me. Here are direct quotes from the Wall Street Journal editorial board tonight. It's all hiding in plain sight. If she can remain competitive, there's an argument for Miss Haley to stay in the race through the July convention. Mr. Trump faces a treacherous legal road. Ms. Haley could stay in the race, rack up delegates, and see what happens if he's found guilty. Strange things can happen with candidates who are this old and this disliked by the majority of the public. The 2024 election may have more twists before the Trump versus Biden die is cast. That might be another solid argument. Of course, Vivek Ramaswamy is, you know, also wrote about man bear pigs. So then again, who knows? Let's see, trending. Drew Brees. So 
Today's NFL just says do it for me. Drew Brees maybe love football. I'm just people talking about Drew Brees. Uh, I don't know. Trending in the United States earthquake. All of California logging into Twitter wants to see if anyone else felt that apparently there was an earthquake. Politics trending. Carrie Lake. Wonder if anything more has happened with Carrie Lake. It's just amusing that uh, DeWitt believes that Carrie Lake was uh, blackmailing her, so he resigned because she was blackmailing him. Like, what? What? Doesn't make no sense. Let me uh, want to see something real quick. There's something that says Carrie Lake is caught on camera exposing to her to see what the fraud that she is. Um, but let's see. Let's see what it says. Let's see. I'm trying to see what this is. Eh, not that, not that big. See, Carrie trying to conjure a moral dilemma to bravely overcome for the cameras. I mean, I don't, I don't think that it's necessarily a moral dilemma. I mean, I mean, she, she was, she was asked. I mean, she had it on, she had it on, she had it on tape or whatever or she it was recorded it was asked of her so you know it's not it's not necessarily you know i mean i I just think that people are might be making a big deal out of her you know oh she denied it oh she denied this this money oh good for carrie no carrie lake was would deny any amount of money because she's not going to go against hair trump she's not going to go against her lord and savior donald trump so it's it's just, you know, I think she she might have been I, th- I think she supposedly might have held it in her pocket for a while, uh, in order to uh, in order to in order to use it at the right time maybe I don't know but who knows, she's ridiculous. But she would she would absolutely step down if Donald Trump was like I have a position for you. Yes, Donald, right away, Donald. Anything for you, Donald. The problem with experience is by the time you get enough of it, you're too old to use it. That sounds about right. Let's see. What else? Oh, thank you, Don. 
Has anyone else found themselves mysteriously unsubscribed on YouTube channels you subscribe to? Not that I've noticed, but I haven't really paid that much attention to it, so I don't know. It's possible that, you know, I have fat thumbs, though, fat fingers. I often fat finger myself doing lots. That doesn't sound right. I often find myself uh, clicking on buttons with my fat fingers that I don't intend to click on. <laughs> no one has said that they're 64 yet, so there's no excuse to sing the Beatles song at the moment. Har har. When I'm 64. Oh, we're good. That's one thing I wanted to talk about. Boeing. Boeing would be a good subject to talk about, too. Like, the ridiculousness of Boeing. Like, there was actually somebody who was a whistleblower on the new, that was reported on the news today that basically said, uh, we're not surprised. We're not surprised that this happened. We're surprised that there, there, there hasn't been more damage and more death because of what happened. Like, that they, were, they, they weren't surprised that the, that the shoddy practices of Boeing hasn't resulted in more deaths. I'm like, holy crap. Like, this is worse than people thought it was. I mean, you had the, you had the, the plane, you know, with the door that flew open, and fortunately nobody was on that row. And I also, fortunately, I guess nobody was holding a baby. Because can you imagine having to hold on to your baby while the air, while the cabin depressurizes, and then ugh, that would just be horrific. And then, like, questioning whether or not there, any of the bolts were, were were put in correctly. Then you had the the, the engine that set, caught on fire, so they had to turn around and land. And then you had the plane that was trying to take off and the wheels came off. So they had to get towed back and like, what's going on with Boeing? What is going on with Boeing? Oh, this is Libertarians here. Um, and what, what can be done about Boeing? Like what, what do you do? And it's a good thing that Lucid Libertarian's here. I, I'm glad Lucid Libertarian here. It, it brings up a good question that that perhaps Lucid Libertarian could 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 be a good counterpoint on this. Um, I think Boeing is an example of why regulation is good, why governmental regulation on on making sure that things are built properly before they are put into the sky is a good thing. That there should be sort of standards that you have to fit and that there should be requirements on building practices. <clears throat> you should have to be able to check all your boxes on everything and that you should be able to have to pass certain regulations before putting things into the sky. And sometimes, sometimes libertarian or conservative-minded folks would say that that's what the you threaten people on the other side. You you threaten them with lawsuits. You threaten them with with the loss of 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 income, and that keeps them from misbehaving. 
is that they don't want to lose money on the back end. So you, you put the teeth that way and that forces them to behave well. But I'm saying, no, sometimes you got to act on the front end to make sure that they do right from the start to make sure that, you know, because of prevention being better than a pound of cure. And I'm not saying overregulate. I'm, I'm sure there are, we can point to many examples of regulations that are overly ridiculous. I, I can point to some right now in, in Louisiana, in New Orleans, there are some regulations on taxi cabs that are just overly burdensome on the taxi industry. Like, you know, a car can't be more than eight years old. Well, what if I have a 10-year-old car that's immaculate, well taken care of, and I want to continue doing giving taxi taxi rides in my 10-year-old car. Why should I not be able to continue to give rides in my 10-year-old car? As long as it's well taken care of, as long as there's no problems, why should I be prevented from using my 10-year-old? Why should I have to then go buy a new car if my 10-year-old car works fine? Or what if, for example, I wanted to give taxi rides in like a classic type vehicle? like a specialty taxi ride. Like what if I wanted to, I don't know, give taxi rides in a DeLorean. Back to the taxi cab to the future or something. Whatever. Idea off the top of my head. Can't do it because the car is over eight years old. So those, those are ideas. If those are some regulations in, in my mind that are overly burdensome and shouldn't be on the book. But there are some regulations that there are definitely regulations that should be on the books, but on, on the right side of the aisle, on the libertarian conservative side of the aisle, they try and seem to, in my mind at least, there, there seems to be too much of an attempt to, to fight regulation. See, loose libertarian, I think standards can be developed for manufacturing without government having to regulate it, sort of like how computers and networking are standardized. Um, yeah, but what happens if you don't follow the standards? Like if, if you if you if you are a airplane manufacturer and you're not following and you're cutting corners to try and make more of a profit, then what? Some people would say, well, then if people end up dying, then you sue them. But then pe people are still dead. This, the lawsuits can't bring the people who are dead back from the dead. And um, there's also the argument to be made that if somebody is a CEO, like what happened with the, uh, the in Louisiana or off the coast of Louisiana with the Macondo oil spill, Deepwater Horizon, where uh, all of the oil companies in the investigation, it turned out that all of these oil companies were using the same dead person as their emergency contact. And all of these, and, and had this, had BP oil used, invested in like $25,000 or $50,000 in a part, but that they didn't use that would have caught or stopped the explosion from happening, it would have prevented 11 deaths. It would have prevented all the oil from going into the Gulf. It would have prevented the, the stop of the livelihood of many Louisiana fishermen and other people who live off of, you know, catching other types of seafood on in in the in the area, it would have prevented 
but but all of the people who benefited off of the reduced costs that all of these oil companies were able to benefit from because you know they got to pay themselves more executive pay they got more they got more money from it and all that pay is is not touchable because you have these fictitious corporations that shield the people from the ramifications of their decisions I mean, let the company let letting the company fail is all well and good, but it still doesn't prevent the death. It doesn't bring the dead people back from life. That's the thing. So to me, that that that's the ultimate point of the regulation, is 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 an ounce of prevention being worth more than a pound of cure. Not just a pound of cure, but more than a pound of cure. Because you can prevent the death, you can prevent the injury. You can prevent the you can prevent that harm from happening. That's my point, at least. That, that's why I believe that there are regulations that are absolutely good and absolutely needed. Like if you have if you have a system in place, like where it's and and and, and if if, you, if if government comes in and they spot check you, and and you don't have if you're not following the industry standards as you're supposed to, fine, you get a fine or you lose your license to operate or what have you prevent proactively. You lose, you lose your, your drilling lease. But, but because of the way the corporations are structured, when the corporation loses money, What happens? Like if someone were to come after me, like if I said, if I did something horrible under the umbrella of liberal Dan radio, what? What are they going to do? What are they going to sue? How are they, what are they going to sue me for? The hundred bucks I have on my, in my checking account for liberal Dan radio, like if I made a whole bunch of money and then spent it, I mean, I don't, but you know what I mean? Like, the corporation that I create for Liberal Day and Radio shields me from from a lot of things, but it but it should it but there should be some things there that make it so that anybody who does like a podcast, you know, has maybe some regulations where like I can't do X, Y, or Z. Let's see, Rob Saunders, I got a ticket for operating an overweight vehicle. The company van wasn't licensed for the weight of the food products in the van. I would hope that your company compensated you for that ticket. Hey, Robin M., good to see you. Don't worry about any conflict of interest. Just come in when you can, watch what you can, leave when you have to. We're happy that you're here, regardless. I mean, yes, the, no regulation is perfect, and companies are, are going to try and get around them. But the point of the regulation is that you have there's teeth there to to act before people harm happens to people, instead of having to wait till after the harm comes to people. That's my point. 
Yeah, can QB. Look at look at the issue with tainted baby formula. I mean, you also had like um, any any recall of products. How many times? How many, do you think recalls of products would happen if without regulations? Like a bluebell ice cream. I I, I refuse to eat bluebell ice cream because they knowingly sent out listeria tainted ice cream. And for some reason, they're still allowed to exist as a com- company. I have no idea why. Because it's not just that they sent out ice cream as listeria. They knew their ice cream had listeria and still sent it out anyway. And people died. And they're still a company. It's absurd. I'll agree with you that that sometimes we overregulate. As I said, we over. I, as I started this conversation off, the taxi companies in New Orleans are overregulated. There's too many regulations on them. There's dumb regulations on them. There should not be as many regulations on the New Orleans taxi companies as there are. We should eliminate some of them, but that doesn't mean we should eliminate all of them. Some of them are good. Some of them are necessary. And look, some of them are, some of them, the taxi companies will violate and go against. Like there are taxi companies that, there are taxi cabs that will claim that their meter is broken if somebody in the middle of Mardi Gras wants to go to the city of Kenner, which is, you know, 20, 25 minutes away when the taxi cab individual does not want to go to Kenner. So guess what? That person gets stuck in the city because nobody will take that person out to Kenner which is one of the reasons why rideshare was so popular at the start because the rideshare people would absolutely be happy to take them out to Kenner because during Mardi Gras, especially because it would be surging and you'd make bank. Now rideshare now sucks from what I've seen because they've changed the driver pace significantly and it really, really sucks. However, Wow, Elizabeth, you're that far behind. Elizabeth, that's that that far behind that she just saw my fat finger comments. Holy crap, she is real. Elizabeth is very well behind. <laughs> Elizabeth just heard my fat finger comment. I think I said that like 20 minutes ago. When did I? When did Jolie make the comment about about banning me on Trucker John's show? That was a long time ago. But yes, <laughs> Nick Rich, fat finger rants. That that goes for liberal day and a, that would be a liberal day and after dark topic. That would be one, maybe maybe a liberal day and after dark bit. Not not a if we ever get to liberal day and after dark. That won't that's that won't be on the main show. That will be a liberal day and after dark show. Hilarious. I think. 
regulation forbidding that the person who does not have a driver's license to drive a taxi. That might be a reasonable regulation. Um, there are some people out there who don't believe that driver's license should exist, period, though. Like, why should the government have to license me to drive a car? Like, Yeah, Elizabeth, you're a doof sometimes, but you're our doof. Robin M. Fat Finger Dan after dark sounds marvelous. Sounds marvelous. Lucid libertarian. I will have to tune in for a liberal Dan after dark show for sure. Well, see that that yeah, to, to to go into more detail. That's actually a serious idea that I have, where it'll be a separate channel. It's either a, it's either going to be a separate channel or it might be hooked to the Patreon, or something. I don't know exactly how it will be done, but it's, it's, it's going to be something that will be done after, after I become a Twitch affiliate and after I hit the full-on partner, which means 1,000 subscribers and 4,000 hours viewed in the last year. Or full-on partner, I mean, on, on YouTube. But I don't, like, it will, it will be shows where I discuss things like, you know, you know, like sexual health shows where I discuss things of a more adult nature, not necessarily like, you know, go on total filth, like just for the sake of filth. Like I'm not, I'm not saying filth in a bad way. I mean, I like filth, but like, I'm not, I'm not saying we're talking about just like, but we, we're going to talk about things of a more adult tone, but I don't want to risk this particular channel's, rankings or what have you or ratings or what have you by creating a set of adult videos that might hurt it so i'd want to do it on a different channel and i want to say restrict it to 18 and over or maybe make it private and only give it to people maybe from the discord or something or there'd have to be some sort of way that only only privileged people get to see it only, only, only either people would see it if, if you have the link or people with only people who are adults can see it or what have you, but we would be discussing, you know, serious topics and fun topics that are more of an adult nature. And it would be called liberal Dan after dark or, and, or sex with liberal Dan, which is the other option uh, the other possibility uh, for the title of the show, just calling, just calling the show. Sex with Liberal Dan, which is also a fun title. So, <laughs> Nick Rich, fat rants after dark, don't cross your fingers. <laughs> Liberal Dan unfiltered, maybe. Liberal Dan uncut. Um, Liberal Dan Raw, talk about clickbait. <laughs> um, I don't know if Gibson Media would be ready for Liberal Dan After Dark or Sex with Liberal Dan. He, that might be one he might avoid. But Lucid Libertarian and anybody else is more than welcome to join in. 
Although, if we got that one to affiliate, it would be very interesting to what, what I might name the membership levels. <laughs> I would have a very good time naming, naming those membership levels. That would be fun. <laughs> Jewish, they're not likely uncut. Pineapple Dan. There you go, Kimchi. Listen, Libertarian, raw sounds like it would hurt. Well, it, it depends on what definition of raw you're talking about. Nick Rich, ready for another video clip break? I don't know. Well, do you want me to do a, a, a reaction video to the toxic masculinity thing? Level 69. That, that would be the highest level, I would think. Nice. Actually, no. The highest level would be 77. Because you know why level, you know why 77 is better than 69? You get eight more. But I'm letting that get through to all the chats <laughs> before. Let's see. It got it got to it got to Twitch before way before it got to YouTube. Jeff, I have a pretty good idea how uh, how uh, that. Dan Dan the Candyman. I used to talk. I used to people used to call me the Candyman because I actually would sell those chocolate bars on the bus on the way home between um, on like the public buses in high school, and I would then quote the Candyman lyrics um, where they had that they had that rap from the Candyman. It was like, I understand, I'm the Candyman, and I melt in your mouth, not in your hand. Oh, so I was referring to your upload schedule thingy. <laughs> okay. The new truth or the naked truth with liberal Dan. I don't want to necessarily imply that that I'm going to be naked on the show because that might scare people away. <laughs> Or maybe we'd do something like, you know, Liberal Dan After Dark and maybe like one of the one of the topics of one of the one of the shows would be like if we did sexual health, it would be like sex with Liberal Dan or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> if you do a late night job, I promise I won't regulate you. It's not it's YouTube's job. Unless that's your kink. But I don't kink shame anybody. We don't kink shame on we won't kick shame on the regular liberal dance show or the liberal day and after dark show. Um, the candy man can cause he mixes it with love and makes the world seem good. I noticed the Twitch chat has gotten absolutely silent. <laughs> Everyone's having fun in the in the uh, in the, that's fine as long as the viewers are there. We don't need the chat going. Um, was that Lib Lubbin Dan? No kink shame, but can we kink share as long as it's consensual? Sure. 
exactly, just like Hal says, don't yuck anyone's yum. Uh, well, I, I, I'll take a slight twist on the don't yuck anyone's yum. I will yuck anybody's yum if that yum involves uh, non-consent. <laughs> if, if, if somebody's yum is involving things that don't involve consent with people who can't consent or haven't consented, then yes, I will yuck that. Otherwise, yes, don't yuck anybody's yell. Um, Lieutenant Dan, Lieutenant Dan, you ain't got no legs. Ice cream, ice cream, Lieutenant Dan. Uh, yes, kimchi, we can kink share. You first. <laughs> Let's see. Y'all are y'all are really trying to get. I wonder if y'all are really trying to get some dirty stuff out of me, huh? <laughs> I'm not going to cross a certain line. But Vincent, I was trying to get us back into like you know the topic. Regulations keep manufacturers in line. Yes, absolutely. Regulations keep manufacturers in line. You wouldn't want on your. You wouldn't want certain things to be unregulated. You want to make sure especially things that, you know, might be talked about on Liberal Dan After Dark, because if you don't have those unregulated and they go bad when you're using them, that could hurt really, really, really bad, right? Steve, we had like several conversations going in chat, still fingering Dan took over, just saying perverts. Uh, you know, that's what we do. We're a whole bunch of perverts. His wife is listening. I guarantee you my wife is not listening. I guarantee you Cassie is not listening right now. She, she, we and I agree with things politically. We, we enjoy the same stuff politically. She will, she has, she will subscribe and follow to all my channels to, to give me the help that I need to do what I need. I guarantee you she's not watching. The only time that she was tried, that again, we were evacuated for Ida, and I had to keep my voice lower because I didn't know how much my voice would travel over the in the house because of I didn't know the house how the house was built. I didn't know how my voice would travel through the air vents, so I tried to make sure to not be a nudge and not, you know, bother anybody whilst I did my show. And because my show is 8 p.m. Central and we were staying on the East Coast, it was 9 p.m. Eastern. And so I had to like be like, welcome to Liberal Dan Radio, talk from the left, that's right. And within five minutes, Cassie was asleep behind me because I was doing it from the shared room. So <laughs> tips, popular safe words and how to remember with Liberal Dan. <laughs> Vincent, is that what you say when you can't remember baseball stats? <laughs> Wait, I think I missed something. Let's see. Do, 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 do. Dan, don't cross the lion. Rawr.
Look up the chapter on Satanic Sex of the Satanic Bible, page 66, about consent. All right. Challenge accepted. I said preverts, you said perverts, because I'm hilarious. Well, because like Roseanne. Most regulations didn't come around, so the problem came around. Liberal or conservative, we can all find common ground with our dirty minds. World peace has been solved. Yes, hallelujah. Praise, praise the dirty. Let's see. <laughs> Ingredients used in the performance of satanic magic. Is that what I'm supposed to be reading? <laughs> Vincent Owens, I don't follow baseball, but I've made it to second base a few times. Heyo. Fifty six, Nick Rush. I'll be boring in the discussion on sex. No no kinks whatsoever. Hey. Um If you wish to enjoy sexual pleasures with the one of your choice, you must create the situation you desire on paper, canvas, by the written word, in an overstated way as possible. It's an integral part of the ceremony. If you have material desires, you must gaze upon images of them, surround yourself with the smell and sounds conducive to them, create a lodestone. It's interesting. See, lucid libertarian, if I was 16, if I had been wearing my seatbelt, I wouldn't be here now. Interesting. There are always conversations like that where, where where sometimes the lack of lack of something that's supposed to save you actually save the person um the children and animals are off limits as well anyone who cannot consent absolutely uh close to look had a joke where the he said the boss and the former saying the safe word thing captain said he's a professional <laughs> trying to read through the so I guess the, the answer is don't flip your car <laughs> don't flip your car and that, that that's the answer you don't want to flip your car flipping your car is a bad idea In general, I don't have enough water. I don't have enough water today. I'm starting to get thirsty. Starting to get thirsty for more than just water from this conversation. But um, boom,
but but you know like in the topics that that we might discuss in in like a liberal Dan after dark or a sex with liberal Dan type show, we might talk about things, you know, from like, you know, sexual health, ethical non-monogamy, um, you know, STD, uh, who really uses a dental dam, <laughs> that sort of thing. Um, that sort of stuff, you know, which I think is an interesting conversation. I actually posted that on my wall one time. I was like, on my Facebook wall, I was like, I just want to know, like, of any any of you, like, if you just really want to know, just if you, if you could really answer this question. Have any of you used this? Have any of you used a dental dam? And I think half the people were like, what is that? And then only one of the people was like, I haven't, but my daughter is is very adamant about their use. And I was like, okay. So I was like, very few people use them. So I don't know. But as it, since I spelled that wrong, I'm trying to see if I can find that conversation real quick, just so I can kind of look back at it and see if I'm actually right and see how many people. Uh, STD weren't discussed in health class in the 70s. Who knew there were such things? Not me. Uh, the problem is uh, have your BC. All the pedestrians wear black looking at, all wear black looking at cell phones and headphones while doing the zombie walk of death on crosswalks. Yeah. <laughs> I searched for it. It's the first thing that came up. I'm making this post friends only, but I have to know, do I know anybody who has used a dental dam? There you go. First one. <laughs> didn't, didn't, didn't have to do anything on my search other than that. Um, all comments. First person negative. Second person, nope. Third person, um, uh, fourth person. I had a college printer showed me one, explained its use, but we didn't use it. Oh, one person said yes. Um, do, 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 do. This per another person, no. Um, my somebody, my darling daughter has both mint and strawberry on her bedside table. Um, my mom said I'm scrolling on by. Um, do, do, do. But yeah, not many people. Let's see, can you be a wonder if Final Destination movies came from someone who watched Faces of Death movies? Maybe. Um, so we cannot lose our momentum. I like your two minute single time of videos. Just turn the volume up on them. Um, okay. I'll, I'll try and remember to turn my volume up on them. Um, do you celebrate 420? Drink some water, hit the like. Um, anywho, what time is it? It's 1030. 
We used to have not have seatbelt laws. More people died, usually ejected from the vehicle, especially like small kids. But then again, we used to, yes, I used to also have, bleh, used to also have these like, you know, horrible baby seats or whatever. Um, let's see. In 2021, 26,325 passenger vehicle, vehicle occupants were killed. 50% of those killed were not buckled uh, based on known seatbelt use. Seatbelts have saved an estimated 14,955 lives and could have saved an additional 2,549 people had they been wearing seatbelts in 2017 alone. Um, how many times have seatbelts killed people? Do, 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 do. How many people have died from seatbelts? Um, I'm trying to see if there is anything about that. Yeah, they were like metal high chairs with the legs. Yeah. I have also seen that Ken QB. Somebody, I've seen something. There was a clip where a person hit the ground uh, after their parachute didn't open, and they and they lived. used to ride in the back of pickup trucks. I've done that once. I was not very happy with it because the person who was driving was a maniac. How stuff works. Can seatbelts kill you? All cars have them and 49 states are required to wear them. New Hampshire is a lone holdout. Live free or die. Uh, if you don't buckle, your odds are your, your, odds are your cars give you an annoying reminder. So life, but some people think going without a seatbelt is safer. Some people say wearing a seatbelt can kill you. Let's look at the data. Car crashes are the lead cause of death for ages 54 and under. In 2012, car crashes killed more than 3,300 people. The injury count from car crashes that same year was a high 2.2 million, resulting in $50 million in work loss and medical costs. Uh, clearly, crashes are too common. Here's key information of all the people who were killed in car crashes. 53% were not wearing their seatbelt. Uh, the CDC reports that wearing a seatbelt reduces your risk of dying by 45%. Seatbelts do save lives. Why do some people think seatbelts can hurt you? One common belief is a seatbelt might trap you in a car that's on fire underwater. However, car accidents in which a car, car is on fire or submerged underwater account for less than one half of 1% of all car crashes. When you think about it, wearing a seatbelt greatly decreases your chance of being hurt or knocked unconscious in an accident, which would actually help you escape from a burning or submerged car. Seatbelts work by holding you in place during an accident. As a result, yes. They will exert some force in a crash. The force can lead to bruising, but that pales in comparison to the types of injuries you'd face if you were ejected from the car or you were tossed around inside it. Injuries caused by seatbelts are relatively rare and often result of improper use. There are some people like children, very small adults, and pregnant women who do need to take special precautions to make sure they're using a seatbelt safely. But for most people, it's as simple as hopping in the car, bunkling up, and hitting the road. But this one doesn't actually have any information on if anybody has died specifically from a seatbelt. belt. 
Should it be regulated that all commercial planes have parachutes enough for every passenger? It's a good question. Maybe the maybe the flotation devices should all be should all also be parachutes. I guess here's the thing about having a parachute for every passenger. How likely is it in a crashing situation that you're going to be able to get to it and use it and get out of the plane is the question. How many circumstances in a, in a, in a situ how many situations where you have a plane, where you have a plane that is in distress, how many situations are you going to have that a, that a plane is going to need, is going to be able to be in a, such a situation where everybody can get up, put on a parachute correctly, and then jump out and then know how to use it. I mean, it would be it would be neat if you could have the seats being both a flotation device and an embedded parachute. That would be a neat thing to have, where it's both things. Uh, I just I just don't know if that's ever going to be. Like, I don't know if that'll ever be, because like normally, when you're flying in an airplane you're flying much higher than you would normally fly when you're taking a parachute. Like, um, parachute jumping height. Parachute jump highest altitude. No, that's not what I want. Um, normal parachute jumping. Because that person was wearing a special suit. Normal parachute jump height. Average skydiving height uh, throughout the world is 10,000 feet. The altitude is usually determined by aircraft type, terrain. Uh, majority of skydiving operators fly the Trident Su Cessna 182 back when a skydiving because of reliable workhorse and expensive to operate compared to larger turbine aircraft. Um, range of skydiving exit altitudes is usually between 8,000 and 13,000. Uh, skydiving from 15,000 feet requires the use of oxygen, which adds to the cost of skydiving and increases the quotient um, and opens up the possibility of becoming hypoxic. Um, what's standard, alt standard altitude of most commercial airlines? Standard altitude of commercial airlines. Standard altitude of commercial airlines are between 33,000 and 42,000 feet. So, if standard altitude, if standard flight is of, if you can't jump higher than from 15,000 feet without having oxygen, um, and the standard airline is between, flies between 33 and 42,000 feet, it doesn't make sense to have parachutes in this as for every passenger on a plane because you're you're not going to be able to jump out of it because you're going to get high, you're not going to be able to survive the jump even with the parachute because you're too high. That's 
my brief reading of that and, and my brief looking at, at both sets of numbers, not being an expert on the subject, that's what I would say would be the answer on that. So the answer would be no. That's why probably why they don't have parachutes on commercial airplanes. I mean, look, let me ask that question. Though. That's probably the better thing to do. Why don't they have parachutes? <laughs> it even completed it for me. Why don't they have parachutes on commercial planes? Skydiving planes are small and travel just 80 to 110 miles an hour to point of the jump. Commercial planes are huge and cruise about 450 to 600, some faster. Jumping passengers are very likely to smash into the side of the aircraft, causing injury and potential death. So there's that too. Um, I even was even going to potentially suggest that. Um, so yeah, so so commercial planes are going too fast to use for, for people to use parachutes, and you're also too high. Um, so that would be why. Almost got taken out in a motorhome accident. We were all sleeping, traveling from Montreal to Fredericton uh, and B between shows. Driver fell asleep. We all survived and we all finished the tour. Nice. Um, New Brunswick, I'm guessing. I guess if, yeah, if you're in the front part of the plane, you might get sucked into an engine. Unless you have verge engines too, you might also get sucked into an engine. Kimchi, are you saying that a parachute won't save you? I am absolutely saying that a parachute won't save you at that height. And apparently it won't save you because you're at that speed as well. <laughs> Women are always anticipate, unlike meat. Sorry, it's the truth. I Men. <laughs> men, meat, whatever. Six of one, half dozen of the other. Yeah, you wouldn't need it unless the plane is falling. And normally if the plane is falling, you're probably going to be guiding it. And if, if, if the plane is falling into the ground, like the, speaking of Billy Connolly, one of my favorite bi bits from Billy Connolly was like, in the unlikely event of a, of, that we lose all four engines, in, in all likelihood, we'll go into the ground like a freaking dart. We ask that you put on the, your life vest. This will do you no good at all. But in a thousand years, when the archaeologists dig us up, they'll think there was a river here. <laughs> I think I did more of an Irish than a Scottish accent, but anyway, you get the point. Um, Vincent Owens, the grossest thing I've ever heard of is a menstrual cup. Let me tell you something. That is the best thing ever. The menstrual cups are great. Like they're they're better for the environment. Uh, they're better. It's less waste. It's you know so you you don't have to keep reusing. You don't you don't not reusing. You wouldn't reuse a tampon. You don't have to use tampons or pads. You just use the cup, 
and you just dump it out and wash it and you, you sanitize it every time. It's actually a great thing to use. Um, they're, they're great. If you can use one, people should use, people should use it more. So that's all I'm saying. Like, I'm telling you, Vincent, he says, it sounds gross even to my wife. Once people use it, though, they, you use it once and you get sold. My wife uses one. She loves it. She, she, does, she does it. I mean, she'll have other products for an emergency, but she, 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 she swears by it. Ever since she got one, she swears by it. <laughs> Don't leave your menstrual cups laying around, that's all I'm saying. Probably a good idea. Steve, speaking of Billy Connolly and you said Elizabeth, I wasn't, that's not being behind the chat. That's me doing a callback. That's me doing a callback to something earlier in the chat. <laughs> I wasn't explaining it, Rich, Nick Rich. I was just saying what it was to Vincent. So that it was so, to explain it to him. That's not mansplaining it to somebody who's another man. It, that's just me tell, talking about it to say it's it's a good thing. So anyway. Man, we've talked about a lot of stuff in the last hour of the show. Skydiving versus parachutes and planes, uh, all different ways of fat fingering, uh, kinks. Shouldn't it be called a women women stroke up? <laughs> Elizabeth, I haven't had one for 20 years. Haven't had, well, there you go. Lucky you. <laughs> or is it, I guess, I mean, are you smiling? So I guess it's a good thing, right? So, <laughs> Jeff, me either. <laughs> so you had one 20 years ago and you stopped, Jeff? <laughs> Well, at least some people don't have ex. At least it's some people some people have it so bad that it's an exclamation point. So, at least it's not that. Bum bum. Anywho. <laughs> yeah, how do we go from parachutes to commercial planes to menstrual cups? I don't see. Lucid Libertarian, the last hour of Liberal Day and Radio can just go into a random flow of consciousness. We just jump from one thing to another on the last hour of the show. So, see, as a woman, I'm glad to live in this day of age instead of 300 years ago when there wasn't a lot of options. I mean, it's one of the great things about today. 
one of the great things about today, we have lots of different options for, for, for women's health, except for the fact that they've taken away one's women's health, one, one of the women's health options or one, one health option for people who menstruate. Robin M, I'd rather pluck whiskers from my chinny chin chin than have to buy tampons ever again. Chris, I should have stopped just in time to have teenage daughters, so I still have to buy supplies. The funny thing is, I'll be in groups. Like, there's a group that I'm in on Facebook that's called, like, the Ben Shapiro uh school of gynecology or something, you know, based off the whole thing about him not understanding how it can be wet down there from the, from the, from the Megan Stallion Cardi B song. And, and so there was something there's some conversation about why, why a tampon would have an L and an R on it, like, you know, for the level of flow. And I, I had to make the joke well, it was like, it's just like Twix, right? Like you have a left and right. So people got a good joke about it. people got a good laugh about that because they understood I was you know joking. <laughs> Nerd Misla tweezers over tampons. <laughs> tampons are what we call people who 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 cheer for the Buccaneers. Oh my, macaroni in a pot, my dear. Yep. One of my best uh, TikTok. I'm so, like, sometimes I make videos and they don't go viral and I get mad about it because I think they're great. Like, like, like I'm like, this is so good and nobody gets, like, even Demonox was like, this is such a good video. Like, I keep watching it. Um, I, uh, I was like, what Ben Shapiro thinks of when he hears the verse macaroni in a pot and then I took a took like a box of macaroni and cheese and I just put it in the pot but I didn't put any of the cheese in it I didn't put any water in it it was just dry macaroni in the pot and I'm just stirring the dry macaroni in the pot in on the video and it went nowhere and got no traction or nothing and I'm like why can't I get traction on these videos so but it was hilarious Has anyone watched the new TED TV series? I haven't seen the TED movie yet. So I, I think I, need, I would need to watch the TED movie first before I watch the TED TV series. But I probably would enjoy it. But I, I just have other things I need to watch first. So what does Shapiro think super is? I don't really care. What, I don't care much about what Ben Shapiro thinks. But, you know, it is what it is. Man, I haven't looked at my blog talk radio screen in a while. Somebody might have been trying to call and, you know, not gotten through because, you know. It is what it is. Thank you, Donald. They had this when I was in my fraternity in college. I mean, we weren't one of the typical fraternities like we were the nerd fraternity but they still did a little bit of hazing. Uh, so one of the things was we had to go to the we had to go to the drugstore down the street and buy maxi pads or whatever. And none of the other guys in my pledge class wanted to do it. And I was like, 
don't be stupid. So I went over to the thing. I was like, here, let's buy these. I bought them. We went back, back. And I was like, I bought them. It's not a problem. Why, why are you so worried about buying maxi pads? They're just a big thing. Do I live near where Jeff Buckley drowned? Uh, let's see. I might. Let me see. Where did Jeff Buckley drown? The Mississippi River. Thank you. Um, it says it's in Memphis. So no, apparently not. He was swimming in the Memphis Harbor. Thank you for the super chat, Benny. Appreciate you. <laughs> Isn't it sad though that all of the things that hit that hit women hard in life uh, all start with the word men, menstruation, menopause. According to this, it's saying it's saying it was Memphis. Oh, I have a cat. Shapiro is the closest thing to a robot. He has speeches memorized for every conceivable question. He gets people, and he just says a Gish gallop as fast as possible. Yeah, pretty much. I am Ben Shapiro. I do not know how to go off script. <laughs> well, of course now you're... Talk. Of course now that Benny's back, you talk. Uh, what candidates am I supporting? For what? For what particular race? Thank you, Robin. Thank you for the super chat. Appreciate you. Keeping it real groovy with you, Dan. My wife's car went in the shop today because I'm so lucky. Speaking of cars in the shop, um, <laughs> liberal Dan is Trump all the way. Totally, 100%. Um I drove all the way to Baton Rouge and back in my wife's car on Sunday, Sunday, on Sunday. I went to go yesterday, I went to go drive my uh, youngest son to his bus stop. And we have some Mardi Gras inflatables on the right side uh, of, of that, of the entranceway. And I hear them like the sound of them going. And all of a sudden on my left hand side, I hear, I'm like, what the hell is that? And I look over and my wife's tar my wife's tire is in the process of deflating. And I'm like, at least it didn't happen on the trip to Baton Rouge and back. Uh so my wife we had to go get my wife's tire replaced. 
fortunately we have the road hazard uh, insurance or whatever, because in New Orleans, if you don't get the road hazard on your tires, you're stupid. Um, so we got the road hazard, so the tires replaced, so we have to go pick it up tomorrow, but yay. Um, what's with all these $5 donations? People are supporting the channel with Super Chats. That's what's, what's up, up with all the donations. People support the channel because I'm now a YouTube partner, so they can, they can, they can uh, support the channel in, a, in another way. Why are you Gibson? Aren't you a uh, aren't you a uh, free market economy type conservative? Don't you? Wouldn't you just support people wanting this? If people want to support the show and and support the show with the you know their uh, their uh, super chats and and to to pay money towards that, don't you think that that's their right to do so in this uh, free market economy? Right? Isn't that isn't that a good thing if they're supporting the show? Anyway, in reality, it doesn't really matter uh, who I vote for in the presidential election because I live in Louisiana and we have a stupid electoral college. And therefore, because we have a stupid electoral college, uh, whoever I vote for, my vote doesn't count because Louisiana is going to vote for... um, Whoever Louisiana votes for is going to, my vote doesn't matter because Louisiana vote is going to vote for Donald Trump. So my vote doesn't count because of that. And, you know. It is what it is. Anyway, but I am going to be ending the show right now anyway, because I have nothing else to talk about. Uh, So, but thank you both for the super chats. This is the end of Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. Unless there's any big Supreme Court or other happening thing that goes on, I will be back on Monday, 8 p.m. Central, here on LiberalDanRadio.com and on Twitch.tv slash LiberalDanRadio. We need 16 more followers over there, so if you've not created an account yet, please go do so uh, on Twitch.tv and then go to LiberalDanRadio and just create create that account and just help me get to 50 so I can become an affiliate over there as well. Um, And otherwise... I'll be back on Monday, same bat time, same bat channel with more talk from the left. That's right. Till then, have a great weekend. Be safe. All that good stuff. Peace.